Go. Hi, this is Susan Eisenberg, Wonder Woman, and... Hi, I'm Maria Canales Barrera. I play Hawkgirl in the Justice League, and uh, we want to say hi to Superhouse. Superhouse. Hi, Superhouse. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Superhouse episode 98, everybody. My name is Andrew Bush, and I'm joined by senior Batman correspondent Ben Wan. Yo, what's up, guys? And as always, Maddie. Hey. And Stefan. Stefan here. What's up, friends? <laughs> and this week we're going to be covering <laughs> Justice League. This is going to be quite the interview, I must say. Oh, and uh, Joey just joined us. Um, take it away. Ben. Yep, so today we're reviewing Justice League. This is a very spoilery review, and I feel like anybody listening has already seen it and just wants to know what we thought of it. So, again, this is starring Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, Ezra Miller, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, and a CG cartoon as Steppenwolf. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're going to go over our uh, general thoughts, but uh, I want to preface this by saying like one of the first conversations, I think, Andrew and I ever had was about Justice League. Oh about, yeah, like uh, yeah, what it would be about five years ago. We talked about like you know what could, how cool it would be, and uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of wild that we're here not actually having seen it uh, and talking about it. So it's cool. So after all this build up and everything, um, <laughs> my opinion is that Justice League was it was just okay. Like <laughs> it was. Like, it was the very definition of like okay, like there wasn't anything that was terrible about it. There wasn't any uh -huh. like Batman and Robin type stuff in it where I was just like, oh god. But there wasn't anything like amazing either. Or I mean, they had some like look. Don't get me wrong. There's stuff I'll go into later that I liked. Yeah. Um. Some moments I liked, but overall, like it just it's it's been a while since I've seen something that I felt was just a very generic superhero movie. Um. It was odd to watch because. Uh, I know that there was Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon both involved, and it didn't really feel like either of them. Mm. It didn't feel like either Snyder movie or Whedon movie to me. It felt like, you know, it had some Snyder visuals. It had some Whedon dialogue. But overall, it felt like a very Warner Brothers corporation together <laughs> type of thing to me. Yeah. Um, it's, it still felt so safe in the middle of the road to me. And, um, but I mean, on the plus side, it also uh shows a change to me because in the old days like even though i did enjoy the dark knight trilogy one of the complaints i had was it almost felt like it was ashamed of like that it came from a comic book thing and that we wanted uh -huh. to like elevate it as opposed to just putting up with the fact that like hey this is comics kind of like what marvel did with gardens galaxy we're just like yeah guess what you get a movie with a talking raccoon in it yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and for once this did feel like hey we're bringing a comic book to life right you're gonna have to put up with the fact we've got a guy who like has super speed and another one who like can go through underwater and everything. Like I enjoyed that. I enjoyed feeling like it's um, something that came like uh, from the comics uh, and everything like that. I just wish there was more stuff that stood out to me. You know, mm. with uh, Man of Steel, I I remember just loving the scene where he flies for the first time. Mm -hmm. Batman versus Superman. As much as we shit on it, like that warehouse scene, everybody loves that warehouse yeah, scene. Yeah. The No Man's Land Absolutely. scene at Wonder Woman, we all talked about that. And there's not really anything in Justice League where I can point to as like, oh my God, this was like an amazing moment in like superhero cinema history or just even something for me to take away where it's just like, you got to see this one scene. 
Uh, and it's it kind of makes me wish, even though, you know, as much as we've talked about, you know, the state of DCU films, at least with the previous Snyder ones, it felt like uh, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman that was trying to say something mm. or Snyder had a take on it. Um, you can <laughs> argue whether or not, you know, it was it succeeded or failed, but uh, it was almost uh, you would say Batman vs Superman was a failed experiment. Uh, this one kind of just feels like, oh, let's not take any risks. Let's not do anything to piss this off. This the result of the experiment. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of think maybe I have more appreciation now for the failed experiment over the generic blockbuster. I so. do. <laughs> so that's that's my take on it. Nice. All right. All right. How about it, we're doing general thoughts right now? Yeah, general, just just general thoughts. Yeah. A point. A point. Somebody. Yeah. Uh, Stefan, your turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it felt exactly like Batman versus Superman, except all the scenes were in the daytime and, <laughs> and not at night. <laughs> um, it was just like a whole lot of the same. Even though it was like lighter in tone and stuff, it just still it felt like that's their only linchpin on that's going to make it good is that it was just lighter. It was like there's so much more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's marred with a bunch of production problems and stuff. So the end result was like... You know, I didn't enjoy the movie at all, but I wasn't mad that I was at the movies watching it. You know, it still had stuff that I liked, even though I was like, I couldn't piece it together enough to like have fun. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'll say right now. Cool, uh, Maddie. Um, I think we all. I I just think it's a trash movie. It's just <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Uh, there are things I enjoyed about it though, um, and I think one big thing that I didn't get like. That I think, like what Ben has said and what Stefan has said, uh, Batman vs. Superman and Zack Snyder, they have a distinct visual style. And that's, you know, when I go see a Snyder movie, I expect to see that visual style all over the place. And Justice League felt like it was like, you know, maybe it's like 80% Snyder, but then it's like there's just that other percent that's Joss Whedon doing shit in it. And they just don't go well together. The two styles don't. So I'm very interested to see a Justice League cut, just Snyder's true vision as close as you can get to it, even if they didn't shoot everything. Because like, despite it being like, oh, Superman's too dark, and I mean, I've complained about this. I mean, God, just go back and listen to our review of this fucking Batman versus Superman thing. Like, <laughs> like you know, I hated that movie. I did not like that movie. But the thing is, is when I walked out of Batman versus Superman, I remember going, oh, that was a lot of fun, even though people said it was bad. And I was like, I still had fun. You know, and when I walked out of Justice League, I just kind of like hung my head in shame. Like, this is the Justice League movie we get after Wonder Woman. Like, after fucking Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman pulled us out. And you know what Justice League did? It put us right back down where we were. (laughs) And it's a shame. Um, And I will just say, while I'm speaking of Wonder Woman, you have, you have Gail. Say, so make her say something more. Come on. Like, she's there. She's a great actress underutilized in my opinion that's all i'm gonna say for right now mm-hmm. all right uh joey are you here yeah i'm here um <clears throat> i went into this movie like i i you guys had already seen it so i saw it the next day uh it was very like a almost like a 50 50 going on there was i liked it i thought it was fine and there was i hated it uh so i went in with that mentality and i came came out a little came out surprised um i it was definitely um, like it looked pretty muddy. I saw the 70 millimeter uh, version. So there's like a lot of CG stuff that kind of like maybe that watching it that way helped me not to really like 
hate the CGI so much. Like this whole mustache thing, like I didn't even notice it. I tried to look and I couldn't, I couldn't see it. I was like, I was like, okay, maybe here it looks a little soft under his nose, but I couldn't tell. Um, and uh, yeah, I just came out surprised and it the production issues that marred Batman vs Superman. I didn't see here as far as like just I don't know, it was like bad editing or uh, just weird scenes that made no sense. Uh, what the fucking Aquaman scene, Joey? Come on, we <laughs> had to see that terrible <laughs> editing. Dude, which Aquaman? Like, the which one, one where Bruce first talks to him. It's like an obvious fucking cut, dude. Like it's like Josh. Oh Wilson. no, 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 I definitely noticed I that. Put a in here. It's oh, not, oh, dude. It's like oh, um, we can't get a close up in the water, so we just put him in a green screen. I did notice. Yeah, it's like, I did. Uh, I, did uh, I was like, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. But I, I I enjoyed the the movie the like the Flash and you know just kind of their interactions and like even though it was kind of hokey at the end like this little joke with Superman and just like seeing him happy and like being this happy Superman that I want like I got to see that and I was I was like okay great all right we're we're in heading in the right direction and uh, that that's what I'll say for now nice. So I guess it leaves Andrew. That's a good segue for me, actually. I wanted to hit on that. That was one of my points. Um, basically, I think the movie's a fucking mess. Uh, I'm not going to say it's not, but I did. I walked out of the theater really enjoying it just because I think my my expectations were low, just low as fuck. And I, The Flash was funny. The Flash was funny. Um, Batman wasn't too annoying, I guess. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I didn't like some of the visuals, and I thought I thought Steppenwolf was really kind of the worst thing about the movie. Though, um, yeah. I mean, even Cyborg CGI didn't really bother me. Um, but uh, some other things did that we'll get into later. Um, I think it's ultimately a thumbs up for me. I give it like a sixty-two. 63% maybe. Uh, oh and, my God. And going on, and it's definitely better than Batman vs. Superman because I think that the tone change ultimately works for me. And, oh, um, oh my God. Yeah, it, to it totally works for me. And uh, just one thing bam, classic. What? What's classic? Just It was just one thing. You're like, happy Superman, done. That's well, what I needed. Well, Great it's not film. just that. Sixty percent—that's well, a passing. <laughs> you can graduate college with that grade. <laughs> Go, but but going back to what Joey was saying, uh, one of the things that makes it a mess is we get this beginning, and again, this is from a Jeff Johns room <laughs> with Superman, where it's like the world without Superman, yeah. people aren't nice to one another, and we have no <laughs> hope in the world, and then. You go pretty much the whole movie with it not being about well, they're trying to get Superman back, but it's not to it's it's for the purposes of the Justice League, but it's not for the purposes of turning the world around or I don't know what it is. It's like, it seems like the, the two different arcs there aren't connected at all. Mm -hmm. And then the final thing is connected to those first scenes with the people are crazy in the streets. Like it's that scene where you know where she's like, look up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is cool. I appreciate that because that's from Jeff Johns. That's from like fucking um. I, it's God. I can't remember what run it is, but um. I honestly though, I wish that they saved that shit for an actual Superman movie and not and didn't just throw it in there in a Justice League movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, you talking about the cell phone? The, the cell phone thing and the people uh, going crazy yeah. in the streets, not having hope in the world. Uh, there's like two shots after the cell phone thing. 
And mm. then at the very end, it's like all is right in the world. Look up in the sky. Mm. There's hope again. It, it, look, I, I'll try to remember that run. It's Jeff Johns all the way. Uh, anyway, thumbs up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Any other film that like failed? Like you would have hated it, Andrew. I don't know, man. I'm, I get weird with my movies sometimes. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> That's true. I know you do. Well, it sounds I, like I, nobody. One... I mean, it sounds like nobody loved it. People just yeah. sort of are mixed in terms of like how much they what you know how much good outweighed the bad or how much bad outweighed the good. I don't know. Sure. I, I mean, it is that's... it's a corporate product. That's... It's fucking engineered, and I think mm -hmm. it seems like Whedon tried to turn the tide a bit at the last second, which to me, I guess, kind of worked because I was, I don't know, Batman vs Superman is just utterly joyless, <laughs> and this at least had yeah. some joy. I Ooh, mean, absolutely. And and, but, I, and mean, I don't want to go too much into Batman vs Superman, but like even the opening credits are just annoying. Like the way that movie should have opened up is like the first Star Trek 2009 movie, that remake. Epic as fuck. He got Batman and Superman. What does he have? Small fucking titles on the lower right? Some artistic yeah. shit? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can oh, open so you bold can open a movie with fuck. fucking... I did like the flag so you're title. Justice League open bold as fuck? Because I disagree, sir, with the fucking cell phone footage. <laughs> no, of the Superman. cell phone thing was bad. That part was bad. And yeah. the flag thing was not no, but, good either. Yeah, the cell phone <laughs> was awful. It was, it was terrible. Good. Yeah, that, that's next fucking opening to Justice League. <laughs> I can let Batman versus Superman go just because, like, whatever. It's Batman and Superman. This isn't the whole fucking team, mm -hmm. but this is how you open up Justice League. Fucking cell phone footage. Ugh. It's like you got some kids asking these like you know kid questions like what's your favorite color you know that type of stuff and like Superman's like not even answering he's just yeah, like he doesn't even answer yeah. any questions he's like, he doesn't mm. even know what to say they're trying mm. to set up the whole world yeah. without Superman thing but then they don't talk about that ever again until the end right it's I mean trash. I also feel like it was, it was almost <laughs> like a total statement saying I like, guess what like we're gonna have some joy in this movie because we got kids talking to Superman yeah, yeah like there was yeah, not yeah. like it threw me because I, I was like all right like here we are like let's see the Justice League logos you know let's see what happens and suddenly there's like a cell phone footage I'm like this is weird and Superman's face looks weird as fucking like what the hell's going on what the hell is <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and his mouth movement dude oh my god I bro. was I was hoping that there would at least be some payoff because remember the cell phone thing ends with kids saying like what do you like most about Earth. I got some uh, static from some speaker there. Say it again, Ben. Um, at the end of that cell phone thing, they ask Superman, like, what do you like most about Earth? And he doesn't say anything. Like, or we don't see what his answer is. And I, I thought, okay, well, I guess that pays off later. Didn't pay off at all. Yeah. I, I thought, like, yeah. at the end, like, he would be like, you know, I realized, like, what I like most about Earth, like, something lame like that. But at least would have fucking paid it off. Right. I, I feel like it's Lois Lane. That's what I got. From it because so the only reason why he does all this shit is the lowest. <laughs> like this is Superman I mean, where like, if he, it's the only reason he doesn't kill Batman. Come home to, then he's. I've never disliked Amy Adams in a movie. Oh, dude, they give her terrible. nothing to do, man. I've never oh, disliked okay. her except for this movie. Also, that fucking flannel shirt he's wearing, like it's like too small slash too big. He's actually less swollen this than he was for Man of Steel. Yeah. And Man oh, of Steel, yeah, he's fucking it. jacked. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. He's just a muscular dude. Yeah. I mean, we've gone on a tangent, but I guess we might as well just segue into uh, going... Format-wise, I want to go like character by character. So we might as well talk about Superman. Okay. Go, lead the way. Uh, you lead the charge, Ben. Uh, so I'm going to talk about things I liked and things I didn't like about each character. Uh, so for Superman, in terms of likes, 
brighter colors on the costume. Um, and just overall, I mean, I agree with Andrew. One of the joys of this movie for me was just seeing him act like Superman. Uh, it felt like beforehand with like both Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. I'm just like, look, like have a little, I think, can totally pull off being Superman. I just didn't feel like the characterization was quite there. It just felt like he was Batman with superpowers. He, they like whenever he had scenes with Batman in Batman vs. Superman, it just felt like two very grim, very dark characters, serious, you know, talking to each other. At least this one, it felt more like the Clark, you know, from the comics. And I think that's deliberate. Um, I definitely noticed the CGI on the lips. And that was, <laughs> again, this was before I saw, I saw this shit like before. Whoa, sorry. Is that a vape pen or something? No, it ain't me. Oh, mm -hmm. so here's something. Sorry, I saw, Ben. Can, yeah, can, can, I, I saw this before. Um, I saw this the day or two before the reviews came out. Okay. So like, I had no idea exactly what to expect. Um, I just was wondering, like, is it just me who's noticing this CGI stuff? And then when I started seeing memes about it, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um let's see other than that uh loved seeing okay one of the best moments of the movie for me by far him seeing the flash when the flash is coming towards him oh my god that was awesome. I loved yeah. it. yes so that was one of the best parts yes um unfortunately it's only a few seconds so i can't really rank it up there with all the other scenes i noted from the dceu that i loved but that one was probably one of the closest uh, loved him racing with the Flash in the mid credits. Wonderful, Jeez, I, I, we, that's probably Whedon right there. It, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely is because you could tell that that was Whedon shooting the whole like brunch tangent. I was like, yes, what? Yes. The hell? Like, <laughs> yeah. It just felt like that scene was like made much longer than it needed to be because of that whole rant on brunch. I'm like, what the hell is this? And that was all just to set up that payoff later on. Right. I hope that doesn't affect brunch. That that's <laughs> hitting me right in the pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They just um, another thing, it, it was. Uh, I did kind of like the fact that his resurrection led direct was like tied into how Zod was, uh, was resurrected as Doomsday. It didn't feel like his like resurrection just came out of nowhere. It was like something that was actually planted in the previous movie, right? But nobody really theorized that that was going to happen. I kind of appreciated that. I'm like, oh, okay, like you're actually going to resurrect him from the dead using stuff you planted before, as opposed to the comics where. You know, in the actual Death of Superman comics, it was some lame explanation that he wasn't actually dead the whole time. Right, he was in some right. like Kryptonian coma. Right, right, right. And that was bullshit. So at least <laughs> this one was, it like had some explanation. Um, mm. And lastly, there's like a nice moment where uh, Batman's like telling, like, sort of briefing him in the finale. And Superman's like, wait, no, I can't do that because they're civilians. Yeah. And he, and he flies off to get the civilians. I feel like that's like almost, I don't know if that was Snyder or Whedon, but that seems like a direct, like, hey, guess what? Superman has grown since Man of Steel. Right, right, yeah. right. Direct, like, response. Right. That was that. excellent. So those are things. Oh, yeah. And then um, I got to say, yeah, sure. It's not the, it doesn't fit with continuity, but hell, I like seeing the John Williams Superman theme paired up with Henry Cavill. Right, right, right. Um, I thought, you know, not to go too much on the tangent, but uh, I guess Elfman's score has been controversial. Why with fans because of the fact that they hated the fact that he brought back some of the old stuff. They wanted the continuation of Zimmer's Man of Steel theme and Junkie XL's Batman theme. And I was like, mm. like, I get it. But like, you can't tell me you didn't feel any sort of nostalgic joy yeah. from hearing the John Williams Superman theme or the Elfman Batman theme on right. the rooftop. Yes. I was just like, this feels like Batman the Animated Series come to life. Right, right, yeah. right. That was like the best movie. scene. So like, I, I say... Screw you guys! Like this is the El the Elfman stuff. Like work for me, um, at least in terms of bringing those themes back. Um, for things I didn't like uh, about Superman stuff, uh, I already did 
uh, talk about the cell phone thing, so I won't go into that. Um, the biggest thing is like there's not really there, it feels like they just pay lip service to the whole idea of him being the symbol of hope. Like suddenly, like everybody loved this guy. Like Batman versus Superman was all about how he was a controversial figure. Yeah, and people were already fighting on the streets and stuff. Like the world was not a better place with Superman in it in this continuity. So it just felt like this was a sequel to a Superman movie I didn't see or <laughs> yeah. something or yeah. like something happened along the way. I just did not really get why. I mean, it works for the story they were trying to tell. I think they, they were trying to just be like, okay, like people will just have a vague memory of the other previous movies in their minds, but it, it just, it kind of Superman's or, one of the single hardest characters to write for. Right. Mm -hmm. When you say, uh, yeah, because of the fact that most people, are automatically turned off by him. They automatically. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. oh, he's too super, he's too perfect, and things like that. So you have to play off of uh, his vulnerabilities and things that people can relate to about him. Right. Uh, which is why one of the things that... Um, Batfleck. Hmm? There's some scene in Justice League where he's like, He's the most human man I know. He had yeah, a that job. Was that's that's a, that's <laughs> like that's like them trying to humanize Superman. But it's like, do we really need this dialogue right now? I know, and it didn't make any sense coming from Batman, where he spent like two and a half hours in the last movie being like, he's an alien. I got to take him down. And everything. And then now he's like, oh, like he's more human than me. He can leave this team better than me. I'm like, where did where did this come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I did like though that there was the. Um, you can finally see some semblance though of the Bruce and Clark friendship yeah. in this movie Yeah, that obviously wasn't there at all in the last one. Right. Um, just the whole like, Hey, like you helped my mom get home back. How'd you do it? I bought the bank. Right. Like right, that right. was awesome. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. that. I like seeing yeah, that. I, that just, was cool. I wish we had a two hour world's finest movie that established that friendship beforehand. There's mm -hmm. a, there's a, there's a, there's an exchange in the justice league cartoon where, uh, Batman says to Clark, uh, you think it's true, and then he just turns to me and goes, "Bruce, I'd bet the farm." <laughs> I just love those that line, man. It's like so perfect. But I mean, what was missing in the previous movie was that interplay, that whole like you got the Boy Scout versus the you know dark edgy guy, and right? Everything like that. You got the guy who's the farm boy versus the the you know the rich, uh, you know playboy socialite. There's, they come from such different backgrounds, right? And everything, and it didn't feel like they were that was ever really played into. And man. at least, you know, at the end of Justice League with this buying the buying the bank and you know helping out with the farm thing, you get some semblance of okay, in future movies they can develop this further. Right. Um, other than that, uh, Clark Kent randomly being back is like something they can't really have much time to explain, but they're gonna have to explain that in the next one yeah. in terms of like okay, because we saw the newspaper article about for Superman that Clark Kent was dead too. Yeah. So, like, how do you <laughs> how do you explain that? Or are you just gonna the art of digging yourself <laughs> into a hole? Yeah, like it's the Warner it's the also, DC Warner Brothers art. Once, sorry, sorry, Stephen, finish your thoughts. No, you're good. That. You're good. Oh, I just uh, said the DC Warner Brothers art of digging yourself into a hole. Oh yeah. There, there's this, there's this scene in Man of Steel where she says Clark in front of the cops. Oh yeah. <laughs> she does it fucking again in this fucking movie. <laughs> Don't say Clark in front of fucking people, man. He only has glasses. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's just more believable. <laughs> the idea that everyone in Smallville and everyone in Metropolis knows that Clark Kent and Superman are the same. They just don't tell any of the bad guys. Yeah, I know. Like, I just might as well go with that. I mean, come on, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> don't say, don't say his name in front of a fucking policeman. Or just have everybody know, because like Lex Luthor knows already anyway. Yeah, I know. What the? I, I'm just... All right, anyway, continue your thought, Ben. Yeah. This uh, is... Let's see. Other things I have are... Um, oh, yeah. Finally, we get a goddamn shirt rip. 
love that. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. <laughs> let's see. Other than Fuck that, yeah. um, I wish like the, I guess the, another big drawback for me, just in terms of the characterization is, I mean, again, I like the fact he was likable. It just almost felt like it just came about because he was resurrected. It's like suddenly I'm like more hopeful about shit. Like I wish it was a little more, they went a little deeper into it where he's just like, why is he more hopeful about shit? Well, he's hopeful about shit because he's not alone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because man, yeah. still, he's just like all the way the world's on my shoulders, everything. I save everything. And it would have been kind of cool to see that relief on him where he's just like, it's not just me. Like I can right. do this with other people and everything like that. Uh, and I wish they, they did more of that because that's, that's the big disconnect I think audiences have with Superman. They feel like they don't relate to him, but they should at least be able to relate to his emotions and his vulnerabilities. And I wish again that that was that was present. So those are my thoughts on Superman. Uh, Stefan, your turn. Uh, yeah, um, you know he was like I wish there was more of him, honestly. But one of the, one of the big moments where the movie lost me was um, when Cyborg and and Barry were digging him. <laughs> his grave Ugh. i was like i was like what the fuck is this movie man like this is the best they could come up with is like they gotta go they gotta go fucking like dig his ass up you know <laughs> I, I don't know it was just that seemed like a scene that didn't need to be there and then ezra miller or barry allen was like this feels wrong and i'm like yes this does feel wrong this is you are doing a wrong thing it could have i don't know exactly how it could have been different but you know bruce could have hired an excavation or i don't know maybe not that they wanted we to do it in secret but it. we no. just didn't need to see it really that bugged me and then yeah. so so from there it was just like that's how superman's gonna come in and then they when they put him in that pool and everything um it was okay but i i agree with your there being an explanation um to his resurrection which is kind of cool but then i'm like why do we have to fucking resurrect him in the first place like you're just well, covering yeah. sh shit with dirt you know like <laughs> <laughs> um but you know like i actually when henry cavill was on screen and he was act you know like when he was being him i was like oh this is cool you know like i would love to see him i do think he's capable and i've talked so much shit about him but he seems cap he seems capable enough to pull it off it's just you know like they just i don't know there's too many cooks in the kitchen or something trying to dictate how it should be and you know it was i like that there was you know some kind of camaraderie in that moment with him and cyborg but the joke the the happiness of it the hopefulness of it was shoved down your throat there's no there's no relationship between these guys to have that joke and the joke wasn't even that good that was definitely Whedon for like forcing the 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 joke mm -hmm. um so it was like it was cool like with all the superheroes in the movie it was cool to see them on screen but it may as well have been an action figure commercial and they could have cut that commercial <laughs> down by like half which, uh, which joke, Stefan? Um, remember when the the box blows up and they have yeah, to pull the okay. box apart, yeah. and then it's what a now I want to die or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. what, dude? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, like there was no. What, that's it, what I was and, and, like, oh, and there was a, yeah, and there was a whole lot of that throughout the whole movie where it's just like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to laugh and like. The execution of the moment is there, but there's no chem there's no chemistry and there's no backstory to the friendships of any of these characters. So then, like, yeah, it, <laughs> that's my views on Superman. But it was really once they were digging up that grave, I was like, that's what kind of movie this is going to be? Just like m movie by numbers. These are scenes from other movies <laughs> with superheroes in them. So anyway, that's what I'll say about Superman. 
cool maddie um i will say ben a lot of stuff you're saying i did like seeing the the color tone brightened up on superman because that's what i want i want to see that red i want to see that blue yeah that was cool i want to see that i want to see that 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 hair just gelled perfectly i need it it's what i need from superman <laughs> i love it um i, I like seeing more curls it. <laughs> I like seeing, yeah, Sorry, exactly. Man. Just a little curl that hangs down in the, the forehead. Just, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, I I do like seeing it happy. I'm not like, that's one thing I did enjoy out of this movie. Also, point Stefan made, I also agree with. Like that fucking graveyard scene. I was like sitting there, just like holding my mouth, and my friend looked over at me, and I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you just did the, I don't know. Like that. <laughs> cut, cut right. on the cutting room floor, done. Oh, we got Superman's body. Here it is. We're going to put it in the pool. I don't need to know how you got it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They skip it all the time in comic books. I don't really need to know. Just It's there. That's cool. Let's move it on. I'm here for Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Let's get mm-hmm. Superman back. How's he going to feel once he gets up? Um, but I did like seeing Henry Cavill because I've seen him in other movies. Um, like The Man from Uncle, I thought he was great in. Very fun, very charming in that movie. And I was like, he needs to take his man from uncle character and apply it to a Superman character. And I understand he was like under Zack Snyder's thumb and Zack Snyder's vision, which is fine. Like after seeing justice league and seeing a film that is two directors going, going at each other, um, you know, I would have liked to have seen this been like, uh, this is a Snyder's trilogy. We end it with justice league and we move on from there. Yeah. Agreed. You I'm know? ready to see this. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. because it's like, despite how you feel about Batman versus Superman, and if Snyder's Justice League would have been as shitty and dark, and it's not your thing, and it's not your Superman, that's fine. Whatever. It's just like, I would have liked to have seen him finish it just to get his vision out. Just be like, mm-hmm. this is what I would do if I was given creative control over a comic book universe or characters. Because Ben was saying earlier about like Nolan's Batman, how he's like, kind of be like, well, I have to make a Batman movie, but I really don't want to make a Batman movie. But if I had to, here it is. You know, um, so like Snyder, like I would have just liked to have seen him finish it for better or worse, because it's not like we got an amazing fucking Justice League movie out of it. But I will say I did like seeing Henry Cavill get to play the charming Superman. I did like him yeah. when he was kind of evil and like was beating people. Uh, that flash scene was fucking dope and funny. I laughed. Mm-hmm. Not I, There are parts I like in this movie. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, I really? call it trash just overall. <laughs> As an overall film, it's trash, but there are parts in there that I do enjoy. I just think, like, as a whole, it's not that great. Um, but there are parts that, like, remind me of the comic book or, like, you know, watching the animated series. And the, like, th- those things come back to me. Mm-hmm. But just the overall feeling when I walked out of that film was, what the fuck is, <laughs> what did I just watch? Like, I don't even know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you guys may both make good points. I'm sure Joey's going to make some great points. I'm sure Andrew's going to make some great points I missed. But yeah, Henry Cavill's Superman, fucking down. Keep him as Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've always yeah. contended it's it's never been an actor problem. It's always been more of a direction oh, and writing. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I always th- I think we even said I've even like said that during the Batman versus Superman stuff. Like, I got no problem with Henry. It's just other things that are involved with him being <laughs> Superman that need to change because he can do it. I think he's a good actor. It's just he needs that script that Superman that someone needs to turn in that Superman script is just fucking right you know mm-hmm. need a lower budget Next superman movie they have to do it <laughs> you know big take some risks working, on, so. on t- well yeah take some risks on 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 some young creative director give them a small enough budget so they can pay for their flight and then see what happens 
Right? Well, you know, I'll, like, we'll just hire all of us here. I'll do it for free. I'll make a good fucking Superman movie for free. And I'm calling all you motherfuckers in so we can make I it I call together. dibs on the Lois Lane movie. <laughs> wow. That'd be kind of cool. You bro. can all have your spinoffs depending on how yeah. we do yeah. That'll be in the contract. <laughs> Maddie gets uh, Aquaman. That's who he has the biggest boner for. <laughs> you know, um, it was... And then, I don't know. Ezra Miller kind of stole that fucking he was show. Sexy. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> they were all. They were, there was. There was no lacking. <laughs> there was no lacking in sexiness from all characters. That's for sure. Uh, they got that right. I did want to hang so out with all of them. Mom? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> My friend. I went with a friend of mine who is female, and she is like, you know. Why couldn't he have just been like, couldn't we got a little ass shot from Jason Momoa when he was jumping in the water? Just like, you know, just give it to the ladies. And I was like, Blue. you know, at this point, have, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the food. Sure. <laughs> Game of Thrones, we can do it again. <laughs> yeah. Have I, I two waves crashing off his butt cheeks. <laughs> I would have I liked to dive or something instead of that back jump. Or back fall. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. He, yeah. he, he should have done like a triple gainer into the water. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little weird. A twist. Wah, 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 wah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Joy. Uh, <laughs> um, I definitely liked uh, uh, Superman a lot better in this one. Um, even though the joke was hokey, it was definitely like, oh, I'm seeing Superman light. It was definitely weird. It's out of nowhere. But I'm just like, he's laughing. He's like, he's like, you know, being a jolly superman and then you start seeing like the shot with the scene with the flash um uh you know moving that truck with the civilians and then you see uh superman like no there's more and then flash is like running and you see superman with a whole apartment building it's like all right i'll see where this is going yeah, <laughs> so they're just like awesome. trying to one-up each other and mm-hmm. the the race at the end and it's like yeah this is what i this is what i want to see mm-hmm. you know um and i've always thought he's been a great looking superman he looks great i think he he's i think he can do the job you know it's just other issues uh stopping him from doing that um i i didn't realize that the suit was brighter until like maddie had said something beforehand i was like okay yeah so if he hadn't said anything i wouldn't have i wouldn't have paid attention to it being a brighter color um but yeah i do enjoy that um you know um i like the you know the scene where he comes back and uh, he's in the he's in the uh, field and like Ma Kent comes out and sees him and you know he's back and uh, yeah I mean he wasn't in there very long but uh, I definitely enjoyed it while he was on screen uh, definitely the scene where he's fighting the heroes uh, and the Flash thing he's going to get one up on him <laughs> he just turns around yeah it was good awesome and Andrew. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I pretty much agree with everybody here. Uh, for the most part, I guess, uh, I thought he was great. I've always liked Henry Cavill. Uh, and, um, I think they, they are kind of learning how to make him better as time goes along, <laughs> but it's just a matter of, are they going to make it in time to make any money off of this shit by the time they figure it out? Because goddamn, it's going to be a while. It feels like, um, Let's see here. Uh, I thought that the fight whenever he, whenever he comes back and he's brainwashed was fucking epic. It was spec. It was like it had a spectacle to it. It was it was great. I thought it was great. And Flash's utter horror <laughs> on his face. See, this is a Flash that has never experienced this before. You know, after uh, getting into the Speed Force and shit. So to see that that was hilarious. Uh, 
and like to see his kind of power level just that alone is like really cool because you have all these other guys that's the thing about that's the thing about this though like superman it's not really a balanced team superman is just insanely powerful and bruce wayne's on the team with fucking no powers how do you write that you know so i think that's a lot well, of challenge done it. it's called the dc animated universe dude i know no i'm, I'm doing all the time <laughs> i know it's it's I, i'm just saying it's a, it's a difficult thing and anyway um what else yeah i like that he was happier i like the brighter colors uh there's a shot at the end whenever he's fighting and he's dodging a move or something and they showed like a his face mm -hmm. and the expression on his face is kind of like it's like he's fighting with grace and mercy and compassion he has a kind of expression on his face where like Batman will be scowling like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. But Superman, they, even in the fight, he sort of has that some sort of look, like a calm resonance to him. Mm -hmm. It was a very quick shot, but it really, really stood out to me. Mm. And I was I, I really, like that. I really appreciated that a lot. So that's all that's I got to say about Superman, I guess. Uh, also, was it just me, but was that the first time we've seen him use the freeze breath? I think so in this in universe. New, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. That, yes, was, nice. that was awesome. Yeah, I was just like, all right, they 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 know all the different Superman tricks. That was cool. All right, moving on. Let's go to Cyborg. Um, I've always kind of had a resentment towards Cyborg. Honestly, <laughs> to Martian Manhunter fan that he was the one that replaced Martian Manhunter in the Justice League. I'm like, why? But. Uh, <laughs> He's, uh, I felt, uh, though, that Ray Fisher, for like an unknown, did, you know, a fine job with the character. Um, he's Cyborg, honestly, to me, even even after seeing this, he's kind of the Hawkeye of, of this group, where uh, I, I don't really care if he has a spinoff, if he's in the next few Justice League movies alone, that's fine. Right. Um, uh, I think they could definitely get a lot of mileage out of Joe Morton being his dad, because that guy's a fantastic actor, and yeah. he again, he didn't really mm -hmm. have much to work with in, uh, in this version. Um, in terms of other things with Cyborg, I do wish overall, from an emotional standpoint, we could have seen at least a little bit of it, how his life was like before the accident. Uh, like as a football player mm -hmm. and yeah. Mainly so that we would have that emotional tie to him. Because yeah, when yeah, we yeah. first mm -hmm. meet him, he's already mm -hmm. like in this state. There's just like, you know, I'm a monster now or like <laughs> things like that. And I'm like, well, okay, but like this would hit so much harder if like I met you when you were the star quarterback. You know what I mean? Right, and right, you had right, your mom right. and your life was like already written out, it seemed, and then you had this tragic thing. Right. Like it would have been yeah. like that that's that's in Justice League Origin, the uh, the Jeff Johns New Fifty Two when he brought when he first brought Cyborg into Justice League. That's kind of also how I accepted Cyborg into it, just because like I I got to know Victor Stone and know like, okay, this is what he went through. This is the origin of Cyborg, this is why he's part of the team because his origin ties to the mother boxes. I, I didn't know any of that stuff until the comic. Right, and I kind of wish they stuck more to the comic more, um, so that we would get an idea of what he was losing. Right, uh, when he became cyborg, and then in a way he gets to regain it because, in a way, because of his connection to the mother box, he's the quarterback again. In this, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, right, 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 you know? right, right, and that could have right. been cool to like point out, or right. for, for Bruce to point that out to him. There's a lot of like emotional beats that I think they missed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Potential the characters, so I'm just going to point them all out in the podcast. So they use it next time. Uh, <laughs> but, but even though this is a character I'm not, you know, super connected to, like that at least would have helped me out in terms of being like, okay, like maybe I am ready for a cyborg movie, or maybe I am like ready to see where this character goes in the next few Justice League movies. 
So that's uh, that's it for me for Cyborg. Uh, Stefan? Uh, yeah, I actually really liked Ray Fisher's performance. Um, that, that little half of his face you could see of it. <laughs> um, he, he has, like, for somebody who's, like, covered in CG for a whole movie, he has a really good presence on screen. Um, and that first scene when he's talking to his dad and he's already cyborg or whatever, he, even though it was, you know, questionable <laughs> altogether, like, in terms of, of writing, um, he really, like, owned what, what, what of that character that he helped create, I guess, for the screen. Um, and I liked him a lot. The, the CG costume, like, you know, in the, in the age of CG, it's like, that's to be expected, but I felt like the design of it, it's kind of like that Transformers problem where that's like, like, I feel like they could add a better design, even the action, even near the end when he kind of like levels up, (laughs) that was kind of a better (laughs) starting point, uh, than what we, what we had. Um, but, and I like that idea that he'll, he's going to learn how to like, you know, change his appearance in some way, which is cool. But I feel like ultimately the design they went with, with the whole movie was really, it was really kind of disproportionate in a lot of ways. And, you know, you just had that floaty face kind of thing going on, <laughs> yeah, you know, even in the age of like good motion capture, it's still like something like, you know, Tony Stark on the Iron Man suit. It still is weird. It's an uncanny valley kind of thing. Um, but overall I thought he was okay. You know, like he did, like he was the one character that came in and did his job to a T and kind of got out without being noticed too much. Um, (laughs) so yeah, I I didn't hate him and you know, the mother box scene with him and Superman was cool. Even though I don't know much about cyborg, it was cool seeing that kind of teamwork, you know, um, the, one of the things that bugged me, and I'll probably talk about it later, is is that all the teamwork stuff was just bashing, like alley oops, you know, bash, and then the other guy will come and bash. Like there wasn't enough like team dynamics other than than that Superman <laughs> and Cyborg moment. So <laughs> people, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, I liked him. Cool, Maddie. Um, yeah, I think that guy did a good job. I just want to talk about Joe Morton for a second. Stop fooling around with alien technology. <laughs> Terminator 2, stop. <laughs> you should have learned in Terminator 2 when you oh, die that's that it's not cool. Yeah. Shit. Skynet? Skynet. He knows oh. about Skynet and he's still fucking around with Alien. Well, I'll be goddamn. I didn't even know. All right, here, that's go probably ahead. why they cast him, honestly. Yeah, yeah no, I, I feel like it was like a nod. I, I, I loved it. I loved when he showed up on screen. I was like, no fucking way. This guy is <laughs> better. Skynet. I said it like in my head. Because I can't say that out loud. People are trying to enjoy a movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like that he was his dad. I, I, just Joe Morton gave a great performance, like Ben was saying. Uh, yeah, I don't, I've never seen this actor in anything. I thought he was good as Cyborg. The, the thing that took me out of his character, though, was the terrible CG suit. It's like, you couldn't have made some prosthetic armor. I mean, we've been doing these FX talks with these guys that could have made a fucking badass suit, and you could have done a little CG enhancement, and it would have looked weighted. Uh, yeah, one Robo scene Bob. in particular. There's one scene in particular. It's that battle scene uh, between Superman when they wake him up, and there's a scene where he's standing there. And I looked at it and I went, "That's a fucking Rob, Rob Liefeld drawing," and it looks like shit <laughs> because it's like his weight. It's like it's like it's like his waist was like too long and his legs looked really short. And I was like, ah, "This is weird looking. I can't like." I had turned away. I was like, all right, let's just wait till the action starts. Then I'll come back. But yeah, I think the worst thing they did was CG that character. Like, I'm sure there's a, like, 
I loved his performance. I'm sure there's an even better one if he would have been in a suit and they could have seen him not walking around with fucking a leotard on and a bunch of glowing green balls on. I'm sure it would have been a much better performance from everyone when they interacted with him. But, you know, I, I you know, if they, he gets his own movie, cool, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to see all these fucking movies. Like, you know, <laughs> it's going to happen. But, you know, I just... Yeah, that's all I gotta say. I just I hated the CG. It took me out of it. I mean, with Stefan on it, it looks like a fucking the Michael Bay Transformers. It's like you couldn't have just smooth it out a little bit. Like he's been in Teen Titans. Uh, just take a concept like one of those designs, even the little Powerpuff Girls looking one, which could be a good show. <laughs> I, I don't know if good. I haven't watched it. Could be great, but like you could have used any design from the comic books and just smoothed it out and made it look nicer. He didn't need to upgrade at the end. It's fine. You know, I don't need it's alien technology. Got it done. Check mark. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't control it that well. Check mark. Done. Let's move on. It doesn't need to look like it's actual alien. It could be anything. I don't care. It's not important to the story for me to like progress on in Justice League. I'm not here for that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I think some of the stuff like Ben was saying with them, um, because I'm not familiar with them, but like I would have liked to have seen maybe, um, maybe a little more backstory about like him losing his mom and stuff. Um, also when he was wearing the fucking hoodie and fucking sweatpants shit. Oh my God, dude, that's fucking terrible looking. <laughs> it's like, he's in the house. Just let him be full cyborg, man. Like, like, come on. I don't know. I just, but he was yeah. a monster. Yeah. I get it. You know? Yeah. Even though everybody wait, showing up for the movie knows what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> we know what everyone in this movie fucking looks so like. Marketing. We've had years of yeah. kids more than adults, yeah. too, because kids are familiar with that cartoon and shit. Mm-hmm. Adults like, are wanna, like, who the fuck is this? I want to I be there with the person that, like, when he pulled back the hood, was like, <gasps> <laughs> you know, like, was like oh, oh my God. God. Robot. Like, oh my God. Who am I with? Like, you, I need, I need to be you right now because you're going to love this movie when we walk out of it and I'm going to hate it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, Cyborg. I, I would have been the uh, Martian Manhunter. I thought it would have been cooler. And at this point, introducing yeah. a Martian would have made more sense. I would have just been like, yeah. fine, yeah. Other aliens have come down. This guy's just been living here. Done. Move it. Move along. Yeah, they should cast Paul Bettany. <laughs> Paul Bettany is like that'd be awesome. I'd be like, "Fuck uh, yeah!" Paul, I need you. <laughs> Great casting. <laughs> After years of like black actors being Martian man, they're like, "No, let's bring in this white British guy." That's yeah, it's not going to be controversial at all. Oh shit! Wait, wait, wait! We'll I, get, I, get Paul Bettany to do voice, but then it'll be a black guy. <laughs> 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 wow, that sounds terrible. Yeah, uh, just to add to that. Um, the uh, I know Ray Fisher said there were scenes that he shot with somebody, with the actress who was playing his mother. So we know oh, yeah. that there there are some scenes out there. I don't know if it's a flashback. I don't know if it's him having some hallucination because he's never know if these movies, mm-hmm. the Snyder movies. But uh, I I know for a fact there's some scene out there with that. So that could probably help. That's um, cool. uh, also, cut. yeah, maybe. Uh, also, apparently, I, I'm I didn't grow up with the Teen Titans show, but apparently, um, his catchphrase is "booyah." Yes, yes. Which got a huge cheer from yes. uh, oh. the <laughs> audience. I got a huge groan from me. Yeah, he well, says it like, uh, injustice and shit all <laughs> yeah. the time, dude. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. But uh, from an outside perspective, that's pretty. 
stupid. Yeah, from outside, you know what it's like. All right, he's happy. It's his cowabunga, though. It's like it felt honestly not to make it. Yeah, this Michelangelo. Not to bring it. Not to bring it to this type of area, but it felt kind of racist to me. Like every black guy says "booyah," you know. I didn't know. I didn't know that was his catchphrase. But it's like that—that's creatively, creative bankruptcy right there, man. Hey Ben. Yeah. For a second, you know what would have been great—a flashback scene where he scores a touchdown, and then we hear him say "booyah." Yeah. Oh, then when he says it, we would have been like, "Oh, it's what he does when he wins." It's not awkward now. And it doesn't make me groan out loud in the theater. There were a lot of like bad one-liners like that, just kind of like uh, you know, just kind of the my man, you know, the, the, <laughs> man. You know, all the, like, all the other stuff. There was the a couple other things I was just cheer. like, man, like uh, is mainly there for fan service, but sure. not yeah. put in in a way that audiences can appreciate it who don't know. <laughs> like the way yeah. that Manny described with the whole touchdown thing, like that's something that would get general audiences who don't know that's the catchphrase. They would learn that's the catchphrase, and then when he says it later on, they'd be like, "Oh, they'd make that connection," and then that's how you introduce it to them. Instead of this yeah. one, where it's just like, "All right, random black dude saying a random black thing," like it's, it's, yeah. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we never got uh, Joey on Joey, the yeah, yeah, Joey. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I. I once you guys brought him up, I'd kind of forgotten he was in the movie. I've, I kind of got Jesus. So he's your favorite, huh? <laughs> I just kind of felt. I mean, I, he was—he was to me—he was forgettable. Uh, but since we're talking about him, um, I—the way he looked, um, I—he felt like he was like almost like glass or diamond, like. All these like yeah. weird sort of, I guess it's like alien technology. And so in that way, I guess I'll be like, okay, it's, it's not like, you know, it's not going to look like he does in the comics or the cartoon where it's like, you know, very sort of like a human structure. Um, I thought he was, uh, I thought he did well as the character. Um, I, you know, I, I honestly can't remember much that he did in the movie. Um, so... <laughs> I feel bad about it, but Jesus man. <laughs> that that I mean, <clears throat> you know, Joe Morton is is his dad, great, you know, because they were Star Labs, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah okay, great. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Hopefully Ray Fisher isn't listening to this. Andrew's gonna beat my beat. This is why Cyborg's amazing. I'm sorry, number, one, <laughs> number two, number three. It's not, it's not Ray Fisher's fault. No, I, I, I thought I thought he was good. Mm -hmm. um, again, I don't know much about him, but I knew about the Booyah thing because I've been playing Injustice for years, and I watched the Teen Titans <laughs> cartoon. Uh, the the Excuse the one that, me. the one that the purists hate, <laughs> the, the 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 funny one. Uh, Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's zany, but it's great. Anyway, um, uh, I li I liked the fact that he was so connected to the mother boxes. It gave his character a bit of agency. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that in white America, they probably would have in like thrown him away, but they, they, he was really more integral to the story via the mother boxes, which I think was pretty cool. Yeah. They could have done more with that. And what Maddie said about the Booyah thing, that we could have been more, way more backstory if, for sure. Mm -hmm. That again, like I said in the beginning, the movie's a fucking mess. <laughs> That's a total fucking mess. And the whole scene. Like I really love the fight scene overall whenever he's fighting Superman, but why in the fuck does his body turn against Superman? Is it because of Zod's programming? Because they make it seem like uh, 
uh, th didn't they try to explain uh, in this yeah, universe they, Cyborg's body is from the Kryptonian ships? No, they say it because it's like he's scared of Superman, so his it's kind of like Blue Beetle, like it reacts for him because he can't control it yet. They mentioned oh, it. He's see, like, I, I can't control totally this. That. It's taking over because they say it in the movie. I mean, it makes sense because like you know he's interfaced into that. So like yeah, if you were yeah, afraid yeah. of something, if something's more powerful, it like takes over. And I just took it as a Blue Beetle moment. And at that moment when I was like, oh, this is kind of like Blue Beetle. And I was like, man, Blue Beetle would have been great in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's also like my Martian Manhunter gripe too. But, you know. Right, right, right. Anyway, continue, Andrew. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and then there's the scene where they're like, we need a spark. And then Flash is like, I can make a spark. And I'm like, you got a fucking cyborg right here. <laughs> this motherfucker can't make a spark. He literally <laughs> fucking is a robot that runs on electricity, as far as I know. <laughs> but then he doesn't—he doesn't like, know how to use his suit, dude. I guess, but it was just he like he uh, can't control it. That's plot serving character, right? Yeah. So anyway, that part I didn't like that much, but um, him at the end was good. Uh, I liked it when he saves Aquaman. Um, I like that he's kind of leveling up the whole time. He's like, oh, I can fly now. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Yeah. What else? Um, <laughs> I guess that's kind of it for now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's move on to Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Um, when I first heard that it was going to be Momoa, I mean, I thought I thought it was smart casting because the fact that you know a lot of people know him from Game of Thrones, know yeah. him as a badass, and you honestly like in order to get people on board for Aquaman, you can't do the Super Friends version. Yeah, yeah. If all. they cast a blonde white dude, it would have been kind of boring, honestly. Yeah. Uh, he would get the same reception as Finn Jones did for Iron yes, Fist. Yes, yes, yes. Where people were just yeah. like, all right, like nobody's <laughs> taking this guy seriously. I'm Arthur of Atlantis. Like he, he would have been, it also yeah. would have been the same beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the fact that he got him, even though I've told Andrew, like he would have been the perfect choice for Lobo. But Lobo, like, yeah. The fact that they got him on board um, was good, but also part of me worried that it would just continue this. I guess Batmanification of the DC characters, where like you already have the super serious Superman, you already got Batman in there, and I was worried that we would just get called Drogo, yeah, uh, as Aquaman. And so, like one of the biggest positives for me is just seeing that Jason Momoa can do comedy. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, just seeing that he has a range and it wasn't called Drogo in there. Um, you know, it was one of the funnier bits when he had the whole confession where he's like, honestly, I think we're all going to die. And yeah. like, he's got the whole lasso <laughs> around him and everything. Yeah. And that's why he's like so candid with everybody. Um, it, it's kind of, it's cool because it offsets the whole like intimidating factor of, right. uh, of his presence in there. So those were that, those were the main things that I enjoyed with that. Mm -hmm. Um, for for in terms of drawbacks, uh, I mean, this is partially due to their take on it, and their take on it is uh, the fact that uh, he hasn't quite accepted that he's Arthur of Atlantis yet, so he doesn't quite have the same regalness that you expect from the, I guess, the other versions of Aquaman, where he's very protective yeah. of the oceans, or he he's he's so into sea life that he almost doesn't care sometimes about what happens to humans. Right. <clears throat> and I kind of miss that. But again, I'm also under, you know, I have to be understanding that this is a different take and they haven't, like, he hasn't developed into that yet. Yeah. 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 So it's not quite a huge drawback, but it did kind of prevent me from being like, okay, this is the Aquaman that I know. Right. In the comics. Um, the only other thing I want to comment on is uh, I just think it's, 
interesting that this year had two confirmations of fan theories. One that Peter Parker was the kid in Iron Man two that Iron Man saved. And the second mm-hmm. being that Aquaman saved Clark Kent from the oil rig. Did they say something about that? Yeah. They didn't say yeah. that in the movie, but it was like Momoa, like in both versions, like, yeah, both ones have been fan theories for a while and both ones were like confirmed, but not in the actual movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, have the balls to actually like confirm it in the movie, please. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Eat, like run with it if you're going to do that. Um, the thing is, like, the Peter Parker thing got so much shit I saw online. And yet this Aquaman thing, people were just like, yeah, that's awesome. I was just like, dude, they're both, like, they're both retconning. Like, I, <laughs> I understand if you love both or you hate both, but, like, to shit on one but love the other is hypocritical, in my opinion. I personally think that, like, to me, like, if it's not in the movie, then, like, you know, it can be in your own personal head canon, but, like, to me, it's not necessarily canon. Plus, like, it doesn't have to be that interconnected. Like, you don't have to say that Arthur, like, saved him all the, all those years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I care much for the fact that that was confirmed, uh, yet not confirmed in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, that's it for me for Aquaman. Stefan? Uh, Aquaman, more like Awkward Man. Am I right? <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm this just kidding. Right. Get those hits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just I just thought of that. I just thought of it. Um, um no, actually he was like he was like the least impactful throughout the film uh for me. Um I lo- Jason Momoa was cool, but you know, at like as cool of a guy as he seems, I, I don't think he's I don't know, maybe because of directors changing or whatever, but I didn't like his performance like as, as an actor in this. I'm like, maybe he's like a B-list, or not a, B, not a B-list, but like a B-rate actor where I thought maybe he was heavier on his chops. So I haven't seen him actually in much other than Game of Thrones. And for as much as people think like Cal Drogo is like this badass warrior, he fucking got taken out by a slice to his little slice to his shoulder, you know, like he's not that fucking badass of a, whatever. Demon, I'm excited. Man, Jeez. God, <laughs> just, give Kyle something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, he, I, he, he has, book, he has a big Daenerys. Old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, he just didn't, he didn't have much presence on screen for me. He, he, it seemed like all his lines were sound bites, except for that moment when he was sitting on the lasso of truth, that was probably the most well-directed three to four seconds in the entire movie. That was when I was, that's when I woke up from the fucking, the grave digging scene. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, Oh, all right. Some kind of interesting emotional character turn. And then it was a joke, but it was a good joke. And I was like, all right, back to the bullshit. And then like went and looked at my phone for the rest of the hour. But, <laughs> but you know, I didn't hate him, and the action stuff that his CG version of his character was doing was pretty fun. <laughs> um, I wish there was more interaction. Uh, I don't know. There seemed to be something lacking with his character, and he was only a minor thing for me. I did like the Atlantis stuff, and they gave just enough for me to be like, all right, cool, he's Aquaman. <laughs> you know, I was like, "That's cool." And then that that water fight scene actually, I thought was really cool. Um, um, just because you don't really see that much, uh, or I haven't seen that much, so that was cool. Even though it's CG heavy, I was like, "Oh, they're fucking playing around with the setting a little bit." And so hopefully, we'll see more of that in the Aquaman movie. But overall, he was kind of like more in the background for me. Got it, Maddie. 
Okay, so um, my introduction to Aquaman was the New 52, The Trench. Um, I was working at Half Price Books at the time, and I picked it up because we got a copy, and I was like, sure, why not? I had been reading, like, The New Animal Man and Swamp Thing, and those are pretty cool, and I was like, let's give Aquaman a shot. So I do like that Jason Momoa's character in this is kind of playing that Arthur, where he's kind of a drunk, and he just goes from town to town and, like, helps people occasionally, but he doesn't really care. He doesn't want to be, you know, the king or whatever. So I was like, that's cool. I like that take. I like that we're getting this like new 52 version and not like, like why go back? You know, like I think it fits Jason Momoa's character. Like if you ever follow him on anything, it seems like that would be like just the way he lives his life. Probably he probably doesn't drink as much as like, you know, downing a whole bottle of whiskey. Then that, that did bug me when he threw the bottle down. I was like, dude, recycling come on yeah come on. a man who lives the in the ocean <laughs> yeah um, but um that bugged me and i thought it would have been great if he would have dropped it off at a recycling bin and that would have been funny that would have been a funny yeah, joke been good. like a slow-mo like... shot of it falling into the recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, where the fuck did that go and then it cuts to a recycling bin it drops in and i'm like, all right i get it yeah like he cares <laughs> a little bit but he's still a bad boy can um, we do I, can we let me sorry can we do ahead, super how, can we do super house super cuts where you fucking yeah. cut in what <laughs> scenes should follow <laughs> anyway sorry maddie yeah no uh but yeah i thought he was good i liked him um i i thought he was underutilized i really would have liked to have seen maybe the final battle to kind of take place closer to water to use more of his ability mm-hmm. you know like i know he doesn't talk to fish but it would have been cool to see some sort of like, or even in the underwater fight, like, you know, like some sharks to try to come help him fight off Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf or something would have been dope. Like, why wasn't that in the fucking movie, man? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's like a uh, missed opportunity Absolutely. there, in my opinion. Um, you know, like you have this bit, like the thing that bugged me the most, you have this big budget movie, like the Avengers, you have Justice League. So it's like time to pull out all the stops. If you're going to throw money at anything, throw it at Justice League. Like, let's go over the top. Let's make this an expensive-ass fucking movie. Like, I want to see sharks taking on Steppenwolf. Maybe some fucking piranhas. Why, why are piranhas there? They don't even... Uh, who knows? I don't care. He's Aquaman. Fucking throw him in there. Um, but I thought Jason Momoa was great. I loved when he was cast because I don't want to see a blonde, blue-eyed fucking white guy. I love that they fucked with his eyes. Like, that they weren't blue, but they were this kind of weird greenish kind of underwater, like... You know, they just looked alien, which I liked. I thought that was a cool addition to like kind of set him apart. Um, I thought this, the underwater scene was kind of cool, but I thought it was really dark. And, you know, maybe they haven't set up that universe yet or didn't really know what that's really going to look like in the Aquaman movie. So it's kind of like, well, we'll make it dark. And, you know, the ocean down there is it's dark. So we'll just hide stuff till we actually get an Aquaman movie. Um, but, yeah, I liked him. Uh, the scene where... Uh, um, Wonder Woman puts a lasso of truth on him. I mean, that was just him trying to get the team together for this, you know, the final battle. Like he was just like, you know what? I've been this like, I've been this bro dude, and I keep my feelings inside because that's what men it do. Was, we push it was kind of real. It was yeah, kind of really real. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say, I thought Jason Momoa was like, God damn, this dude's got some fucking acting chops because he usually plays the yeah. same character. Like Joey and I watched an episode of Frontiers and he kind of plays the Call of Drago kind of like, oh, I'm a badass, blah, blah, you can't fuck with me. I've only seen one episode, maybe it gets deeper, maybe it's a really good show. I know I also did a show called Red Road, which could be good. I don't know, I haven't seen it. But I was like, oh, this would be awesome if Aquaman is like, we gotta be a team, guys. Like, this is what I'm afraid of. These are my fears, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns into a joke and it ruined it for me. Mm. 
realism from these characters. I want them to like on a level, even though they're superheroes, to have the same fears yeah. that I would going to fight yeah. uh, being from another world or set, you know. Yes. And I thought it was a great fucking moment that was ruined by, you know, maybe it was Snyder, maybe it was Whedon. I feel like Whedon is the funny guy that they brought in to make things funny and lighthearted. So I'm going to blame him for it until I find out <laughs> otherwise. But I just thought it was a really great moment where it's like could have connected the team in a really cool way. Like this one guy they haven't really heard a lot from, didn't really want to be involved, but has to because he's got to like step up, which also needed way more development. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we needed a backstory for that. We needed, honestly, we needed a movie for every one of these characters we were just meeting. Yeah. <laughs> so that way when we got yeah. a fucking Justice League movie, we were like, good to go, cracking my knuckles, sit down and let the action happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need backstory. You know, maybe just like, oh yeah, this is a villain that was foretold in my like, whatever uh you know in our history of you know being an atlantean or an amazonian but it was like it's just like oh well, we got to play a lot of catch-up because they got two avengers movies so and that third <laughs> one's getting ready to come out and they're dropping punisher today oh we can never win we're dc <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think for uh, i like aquaman i'm very excited i'm still there i want to see aquaman the movie I'm really hoping there's a lot of creatures and weird shit in it. I hope they kind of follow the the comic, the trench a little bit. I thought it was cool and kind of like a monster flick. And that's what I liked about it. Um, but yeah, I thought Jason Moon was a good choice. I hope in Aquaman, we get more like the wonder woman joke scene that I thought would have played better as an emotional, let's get the team together. Cause we're all a team. So it shouldn't just be one leader. It shouldn't be Batman. I'm going to go on a side tangent here. Maybe you shouldn't have focused on Batman getting the team together. Because I think Batman works better as someone who's like, no, I don't want to yeah. be in the team. No, you can't make me. I'm Batman. I do my own thing. And then, <laughs> yeah. they, go, and then they go, but Batman, they're going to destroy the world. And he goes, oh, all right, fine. I, have a I guess. He's like, hold up. Let me get my files. I have a contingency plan just in case something like this happened. This <laughs> is what we need to do. That's, that's when you call Batman in, when everything else has failed. You it would have been it's cool like, if they pulled. Batman, what would you do? <laughs> Sorry, it would have been cool if they pulled Bruce out of retirement and kind of subtly connected it to the Nolan flicks. Yeah, for these that ones. would have been fucking cool. That would have been cool because you. Uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. I just, I was just thinking about it. Just like I'm watching right now for the listeners. B versus S is going on in the background silently with the subtitles. Joey hates it when I do this. <laughs> but I was watching this movie and I thought man, Batman should really be in the background of Justice League. It should be maybe like Wonder Woman trying to get these people together because Wonder Woman been your better movie. Um, I think she has more of a presence. I think it should have been... This movie should have opened with that fucking box rattling and then the Amazonians like calling and be like, oh, the box is rattling. What's going on? They're all converging on the, mm -hmm. the secret hiding place. And then it like that whole fight scene with the Amazonians, that should have opened this fucking movie. Because Wonder Woman's also and like the archaeologist. Like, yeah, and Great. like, and then she like gets the fucking arrow to the flame, the the Roman, the Roman. Uh, fuck, I, I'm fucking up here. Greek. It was it the Parthenon? Is that it? Is that yeah. the building that it shot to? The Greek, uh, the Greek building. We'll just call it the yes, the, yes. the Greek building. Yeah, because we're a terrible at history here. It's super nice. Uh, <laughs> and I've been <laughs> it would have been so cool. Like your opening scene to Justice League is this fucking Amazonian battle with their new fucking gear on. We haven't seen them since Wonder Woman. You know, there's like, oh, it would have been great, man. 
And then like Steppenwolf steps down and you're just like, oh shit, this is the villain. Then cut to black, Justice League. And you're like, whoa, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Where's Batman? I'm just, Wonder Woman hasn't even showed up yet. Where's, where's Superman? Where's the Flash? Like, I don't know. I just think it would have been a cooler way to open the movie, man. Like, but uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, going back to Aquaman. Loved him. Ready for Aquaman the movie. Go on, Joey. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I, I I liked uh, Aquaman. Um, I uh, I liked seeing you know a little bit of Atlantis. You know, I, I know they didn't want to give too much away because you know they, they'll probably flesh it out if he gets his own film. Um, I did like the you know uh, Jason Momoa playing him because I, I never really read too much of Aquaman, but there's like you know the the sort of pretty boy Aquaman sort of golden age. And then you had the time when he had the long hair and the beard and the hook for a hand. And Dude, I, I took it Aquaman as so bad. I took oh, it as yeah. more as that Aquaman. I never read the trench or, you know, sort of those comics, but uh, I liked seeing them. Um, the, you know, how they talk underwater uh, was a little different than what I thought. Sort of the air bubble thing. I don't know if they have telepathy yeah. as something yeah. or mm-hmm. sort of sonar voice recognition i don't know um but it's interesting seeing that um yeah he's he's definitely one who didn't really there wasn't too much fight going on underwater i think when he came and joined the team was after that sort of steppenwolf uh i call it the bat crab uh the nightcrawler <laughs> fight um, yeah i guess that's when he comes in um so there's a little bit of water there but uh, i think i think all in all i liked him um him it's it's kind of I don't really like it very much, but I kind of, I kind of like the thought of it uh, when he's like riding the, the parademon down and crashes to the building and sort of surfs on him down, yeah. you know, um, I'm like, yeah. okay, I, I don't know where the trajectory was for you to continue going forward, but um, yeah. I dug it. <laughs> right. I, I, I kind of like the idea of it. Yeah. I, I'm no physics major, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I thought he was pretty solid. I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I think it was Batman gave him shit about his trident, calling him a pitchfork. Um, yeah, he gave him shit about that bass suit, though. It's a quinjet. Yeah, the quinjet. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't earned the trident yet, apparently. Yeah, oh, gotcha. oh, is that what it is? That's what that's what I heard. But of course, again, it was not in the stated in the movie. Right. Nope. Right. Definitely wasn't. Nope. Uh, yeah. So. Awesome, Andrew. My thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I liked him. Um, I, I'm actually one of the guys. I actually like the my man. I like Aqua Bro too. <laughs> I really do because if you have a guy like the story of this guy is still like he's supposed to be from a beach town. He's in a lighthouse, um, and I think with Momoa type of character, he might be the kind of guy that grew up surfing or something. He grew up on the water, and then Aquaman's always done that. The thing is, probably in my estimation, when they made Aquaman. The, the idea of the beach blonde in the surfing uh, 50s or whatever the fuck, that was like a big <laughs> thing, so they made Aquaman blonde. But, you know, going Polynesian is probably a better idea these days. You know what I mean? So, and for him to say stuff like that, I actually don't think it's really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And for him to have, like, highlights, like he's, like he's been in the sun a lot, because he's been on the beach a lot, I think that's a, that also makes a lot of sense. And him <laughs> riding down the Parademon like a surfboard also mm-hmm. pretty much makes sense to me. I don't think that he had a whole lot of character work, 
but I think we're going to get a whole lot more of that later. And he said in a public interview recently, when I mean recent, I mean like two months ago or so or a month ago, he said he's going to go from a drunkard to a king. Mm. So that's his character arc. So actually him, and I, I made fun of this too in previous episodes. You can look it up. We all did. Why the fuck is he throwing that fucking <laughs> beer bottle or that whiskey bottle on the ground? He's supposed to love the ocean, but at the same time, he's littering. So that didn't make any sense. state of our collective conscious. <laughs> yeah. He does, he does say, like, it doesn't matter because the water will take over the world or something in a scene. Right, 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 right. So he's like, who cares? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that justifies him littering. Uh, I think it would have been good for the kids for him to throw it in a recycling bin. <laughs> He's in a weird, it's like a state of abandon, kind of. Like, he sort of cares, but he actually mostly doesn't. Right. Uh, One thing I did like is when he did when he saved the fisherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah. That was on cool. the boat, and the water is just, like, splashing up behind him. Like, I thought, I was like, ah, that's great. I love it. Yes. I, I, I want to say real quick, I do like the banter between him and Batman. Like, when he shows up, yeah. and he's got the trident, and is like, in a suit, and he's like, a bass suit, and he just laughs. He's like, I dig it. I thought it was yeah. a cool moment. Like, it's like those little bit of jabs in there that I like about, like, some of, like, the DC animated stuff. Like, they're always, like, doing these little jabs between each other. Like, they've been great friends. And, you know, I like that they try to incorporate a little of that, even though we don't have that, like, backstory, really. But I appreciate some of that. I like that these guys teaming up, they got to jab at each other. Because we're guys, that's what we do. Right. With Aquaman, yeah. did, did Wonder Woman have him by the lasso, or did he just happen to sit on it? I think he just happened to sit on it, or okay. happened to have it uh, got around. I don't think she... I didn't understand that part, actually, of that scene. Yeah, I either. thought he yeah, sat on it, because he, like, weird. moved up and, like, pulled it out from under him. Okay. I thought so it was around his it? leg or something mm-hmm. while he was yeah, sitting down. That's the thing. There was not really a shot of him taking it off. He's just kind of... You know, like we didn't literally see where it was attached to. Yeah, it was like the right. medium shot. Yeah, you just see him sort of move to the left or whatever. Mm-hmm. The last thing I'll say is I thought the air bubble was a bit weird because I felt like these are fucking Atlanteans. They've learned to talk in the fucking water. That's how I would like to have them. Mm-hmm. They have to make an air bubble just to talk, and that's what we're going to see yeah. in the fucking in 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 Aquaman movie. I don't, I don't, I, I don't do know. not are appreciate we, Andrew? it. Are we? I don't know. Hope not. Hopefully they listen to Superhouse Podcast. Yeah, I know. So basically, I, I, the air bubble, I thought, was bad. Uh, just have them fucking talk with the fucking blue filter on. Make it like they're fucking Atlantean. They're, they're not human. We don't need that. Uh, anyway, uh, I think that's pretty much it for yeah. me. Uh, one of the things you brought up, though, in terms of like the whole character arc from Drunkard to King, Honestly, that speaks back to what Maddie said. I wish that was there was an Aquaman movie that did that before this one. Right. As opposed to just having yeah. him kind of be like, there's a problem now is that you introduce him here, but like you can't develop him too much because you got the Aquaman movie coming. That's out. the problem. So, That's why they didn't do much with him this time. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it would have been more interesting to me if he did the whole Drunkard to King arc on the movie and then he's in this one where he's just like, I'm the king of fucking Atlantis. Yeah. 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 What yeah. the fuck do I care? And he's like, well, you should care because he's gonna take over the water too. I'm like, okay, fine. And then he learns to appreciate humans from this movie. From and this watch movie. Marvel next year have Black Panther have a better becoming king story mm-hmm. than fucking Aquaman. Anyway, Probably. tangent. Oh, well, that's oh, the thing. It's I mean, just for a little side tangent here, he's like they should have released the Flash movie, an Aquaman movie this year. And then after Infinity the first Infinity War, a couple months after. They should have dropped fucking Justice League, and it should have been fucking epic. You know, take the time, DC. Yeah, they would have made a lot more money back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like after B versus S, you should have fucking 
been like, all right, let's scale it back. Let's get us an Aquaman going. You know, we got we got Wonder Woman on our belt. It did good. Let's get Aquaman out. Let's get the Flash. You know, if they want to do a Martian Manhunter, Cyborg movie, whatever, another Batman, whatever the fuck they want to do within this year that was 2017, which is basically over now. You have no more room, DC. It's over. <laughs> You know, they should have been they should have been working on an Aquaman movie then. They should have been giving us a Flash movie this year. Two films this year. Like it should have been yeah. Wonder Woman, Flash or Aquaman, you know, following shortly after. And then like to compete with fucking Star Wars, they should have dropped like, you know, Aquaman or the Flash or something. It probably wasn't done as well, but you drop it the week before because people were like, Oh, I really want to see a movie, but Star Wars comes out next week, but I really want to watch something now. That's a great time to drop a fucking superhero movie, you know? Like just do it right before Star Wars, because you know Star Wars is gonna make a fuck ton of money. So drop like the Flash, even if it doesn't have the best director, isn't the best movie. Like just set us up. So when we watch Justice League, we don't have to do any backstory shit. You know? Absolutely. I, I'll get into the Flash stuff when you get to it, Ben. Sorry, one little well, tangent. As well. Sorry, Start with, go with the Flash next. Um, Maddie has the, the vapors. <laughs> so, I've been drinking, I'm sorry. It happens. <laughs> Dude, I have a fucking full case of Asahi right next to me, bro. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, my last time, boy. The uh, Ezra Miller as the Flash. Now, Ezra Miller is kind of fighting against the fact that we currently have a Flash, Grant Gustin, with uh, on mm. TV and everything. So what I did enjoy is the fact that he put his own stamp on it. You know, he was mm. a lot funnier than the Grant Gustin version. He was uh, had a different sort of personality and everything. I did like that there were scenes with him and his dad uh, that sort of offset the fact that, uh, I'll get this into kind of negatives, but I kind of felt that he was almost, they almost, played him as comic relief too much in mm, my opinion. Yeah. I felt he was it almost made him too one note to me. Which is why like, you know, Andrew before uh, he saw the movie asked me like, you know, do you feel Flash steals the show? And I felt like, eh, not to me, not really cuz like he's just he's just comic relief. I like I knew what to expect coming from him throughout the most of the movie. Uh through that I did you know, again I appreciated the different characterization, but I mean ultimately I feel like um it's tough for him to go up against uh, what most people have seen the flash from, which is the TV show. Cause you were fighting against like three or four seasons of this other betrayal that has had the chance to explore the character more. Um, personally, I, I like the idea. I like the fact that in the TV show, you know, we saw his origin with Barry's mother and everything. Right. So you got that. And those scenes with Barry's mother always makes you cry. And <laughs> he has those heartfelt moments with his dad. Played by former Flash John Wesley Shipp. Right. So you have all this resonance to that. And it's super tough to sort of recreate or do your own version of that when you don't have those elements in there. Right. Um, so it's like I'll give him props for trying to do something different. But ultimately, to me, in the whole Grant versus Ezra, I'm still a Grant fan. Uh, let's see. I do another, another thing is when it comes to the suit, uh, there was I was at the panel yesterday where they were talking to former Justice League voice actors and Phil Lamar, who did the voice of Jon Stewart, he sort of made fun of the fact that there was an armored flash suit. Right. You know, he was kind of like, he's the fastest man alive. <laughs> like, why does he need armor? You right, know? And he right, just right. made this like ching, 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 like sort of movement to it. But it also like if they made a justification to it being like if he did it without any sort of protection, 
like his skin would melt off, something like that. Like it, right. it was something that justified it a little more. I would get it. Uh, but again, ultimately, I prefer the current suit in the season four of Flash. The more brighter version of that it seems to be a lot more true to the comics. Uh, but to me, the best Flash suit ever is the one that John Wesley Shipp wore in the 90s. Like, that, <laughs> literally, that literally yeah. was like Flash from the comics. A little bit more muscular, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a little bit heavy, more heavy set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I, I did think it was ironic, though, that uh, when Snyder was asked why did... How come you didn't bring in the TV Flash? He said, well, I didn't feel that Grant Gustin would work totally with mine. And yet Ezra Miller's Flash is way more goofier yeah, than yeah. Grant Gustin's ever been. Right. So I think that's kind of been weird. Um, also weird to me is um, he just becomes a, like he's been a college student this whole time. And apparently he gets the job at the crime lab at uh, the end of this movie. Uh, that's cool. But um, if he wasn't in the crime lab, how did he get his powers then? Yeah, I know, right? Ooh, damn. Yeah, yeah, they know. mentioned him being Justice League sucks. <laughs> <laughs> when they were digging the when they were digging up Superman, I think Cyborg had mentioned how he he's like, Yeah, you were struck by lightning. He's like, Yeah. Yeah, he so that was kinda crime. I guess that yeah. was But yeah. he's usually struck by lightning in the crime lab with all the chemicals right. there. And it's the chemicals that create right. the speed force. Yeah, yeah, lightning. yeah. So I'm kind of like, okay, so there's probably some other origin. Again, this is why it's more of a benefit when you have a separate movie showing mm-hmm. all this stuff um so we could have seen something like that um one thing i want to get into though is uh it's never really paid off the fact that bruce has met barry before in batman versus superman oh yeah you know? he's he has never, that footage he never brings well not only that when he comes to him um because i kind of wondered if um there was going to be a version of this movie where uh, you see the worst case scenario where Steppenwolf is like, he's, he's killed all these people. He like kills Lois Lane. He resurrects Superman to be like his soldier. So Superman is now killing people. He like rips cyborg apart and everything. He like, you know, eviscerates commissioner Gordon. And then you would have the scene with this me like fan fiction here, but you'd have the scene with Batman left with commissioner Gordon's brown coat telling flash like hey like all this shit is going to shit but with your powers you could like potentially go back in time and right. everything and right, you tell right, me right. how to prevent all this stuff and flash is like i've never been able to do that before and you sort of realize like oh like this is the nightmare vision that he sees in batman vs superman that commissioner yes. gordon's coat that's what he's wearing oh in the nightmare vision that's why he's wearing right, it. Right, right, his old right, friend. Right. and he's like hey like you need to go back and flash is like okay here we go and it's because that's his first time time traveling that's why he goes back a little too early and that's why uh, it explains everything when he comes out and he's like, Bruce, like, listen to me. And like, oh shit, I'm too soon. Yeah. Um, Lois Lane is the key yeah, to yeah, yeah. uh, you know, making Clark go back to being Superman again. And then Flash would go back to fucking chills, Ben. Fucking that would have been down my entire fucking body. A better movie has been made. And we've just been talking about it. Jesus Christ. That would have been a better Good Lord, take me back in time. Time travel in the fucking Justice League movie, that's something you can't do in an Avengers movie because you've got the yeah. fucking Flash. Yeah, and you right, already yeah. planted that. You already planted a Nightmare Vision. You already had something. So you might as well pay it off and have the yep. balls to go through with it as opposed to just sweeping it under the rug and saying, like, no, that, that didn't happen. Like, like, pay it off. Like, look, I hated how that was brought up in Batman vs. Superman. I thought that it was, like, the most random yeah. cutaway 
the cameo didn't make any sense, but I would appreciate it so much more if Justice League was built off of like, hey, guess what? There's this alternate timeline. Right. And all these events from that alternate timeline have to be prevented. I know it's kind of X-Men Days of Future Pasty, but like it would have been awesome, I think, for him to yeah. like oh, for that to pay I off. I totally agree. Yeah, oh, and, my then God. He, and then he comes back and then like he might have to relive some parts. And so that explains some bits where like he's already been recruited by Bruce. And Bruce is like, I believe warriors are coming. And Flash is like, All right, like stop right there. I'm already in because I've already heard this conversation before. Right. But right, I can't right. tell you. So I gotta so make up big. some like lame reason that I need friends. You know? What you're saying is that Flash should have been the main character. He oh, yeah. genius. You know, yeah. You make that You're genius, sir. He's the youngest one, right? I bow and... before you in your genius. <laughs> <laughs> he's the youngest one. And so, like, you might as well go through the eyes of the most relatable character. Oh, he's yeah. the guy who's Definitely. like the most, he's the newest one to all this. And he's like, he's heard stories of Batman. I just you know, Superman and just the fact that he has to like fight amongst them. He's like, I don't fucking belong here. Like, holy shit, this is Superman. Like, yeah, like what? Like, I, like, I, why do, why do you need him? Me? Like saying, I, I just push people. I thought that was really great. That was actually, cool. That was yeah. cool. so there was elements of what I'm talking about, yeah, but I yeah, just yeah. wish there was more, if there was more of that, like, Hey, uh, I don't feel like I belong. And going from that to like, holy shit, with my powers, I could actually save the justice league and save my heroes. That's called a character arc, Ben. Oh, yeah, well, that sounds problem. delicious. I'm trying to give character arcs <laughs> yeah. to all these people right now. That's what was missing. The fucking movie. That's what was missing from his character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thinking about because, like, when Batman shows up in the Apocalypse universe, you know, like, it'd been great to see like Barry Allen in the full like. I just saw the mech suit like because I'm watching it right now. I was like, what? Why the fuck does he have that mech suit? Like, are we gonna get that explained, or is it just gonna move past Justice League and be like, bro, oh, forget about all that shit? But it'd been great to open this up and be like, the year whatever. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is oh, Justice man. League, and it's like sad. Barry running around. You see the suit, and he meets up with Superman, mm-hmm. and like, or I mean, he meets up with Batman. He's like, Batman, you have to go do this bot, like the thing that basically gets Batman killed in that. Mm-hmm. alternate reality yeah, yeah. is you have to go do this so i can go do this thing is the flash like keep superman away from me because he's like all seeing all knowing superman whatever mm-hmm. you know aquaman's dead wonder woman's dead and we, like as viewers we were like he killed aquaman and he killed wonder woman cyborg's dead what yeah. the fuck <laughs> Batman's still alive? like you know and then like flash has to go and figure out how to fucking time travel Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you made a ten times better movie, <laughs> and it's only the beginning. Like I don't even know what happens after this, but oh my god, I love it. Awesome. So that's my idea of how to make the Flash better in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I, <agree. laughs> I don't even. Know, how do you follow that, Stefan? I'm glad it's you, Stefan. It's your turn. I uh, first of all, the Flash sequences with the lightning and stuff and the slow-mo stuff were amazing to watch. You know, it was better than the Quicksilver stuff in the X-Men films. And I really enjoyed being in that Flash space, that force, speed force state. Um, uh, And Ezra Miller acted circles around the entire cast. Uh, (laughs) I agree with Ben that... um, that I feel like he was relied upon too much to be the comic relief, especially when you had Aquaman, they're already like talking shit to people, like, you know, share the load. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but, you know, like Ezra Miller's Barry Allen was really cool. He was really endearing. He was really funny. He was great to watch. And I feel like, again, he was kind of underused in like a team aspect. 
um you know and i felt like the the when they're like i could get it going fast enough i could do a spark to spark superman back to life i was like that's kind of cool but i don't know something about that moment i felt was kind of just like you know bottom of the barrel type of <laughs> yeah, you know creative creative way Right? Yeah, it's, exactly. There's no exactly. emotional payoff. It's just like, okay, I can do it. And then he does it. And that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that was like <laughs> 10. That was like a million dollars right there. <laughs> More probably. But, um, but you know, his presence on screen was great. I felt like some of the jokes, like I don't, I really don't like the joke when he's like, oh, they just disappeared. Don't, huh, well, that's rude. You know, like, I was just like, ah, this is dumb. And they didn't give anything for fucking uh commission the new commissioner i forgot what his name was um jk simmons yeah, yeah jk simmons they didn't really yeah. give him much to do to work with you know which i could have done that un- like yeah <laughs> and, and, and for him to do and when they you have zero be on this podcast anymore <laughs> <laughs> commissioner gordon ben played by ben juan yeah hey that's a great game a different take because um, when have you seen an <laughs> commissioner gordon yeah. like at least would have missed <laughs> true you're you're gonna be the next commission guard. I'm starting a Kickstarter right now. <laughs> <laughs> clickety clickety click clickety click. Um, but but uh, you know, and it's like you have to be like kind of a caricature of that character to stand out if you have absolutely nothing to work with. So that's kind of what Commissioner Gordon felt like. Um, but you know, overall, I like I li- I really liked the Flash, and I hope he that they do do Flashpoint or do a good movie of him somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, I was kind of torn on like, yeah, I really like him, but to what end are they using him? And it just didn't really end up anywhere. Yeah, I agree. The race was cool. I like yeah. that. Maddie? Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, I love Ezra Miller. I love him, and uh, we need to talk about Kevin. Great fucking movie. Uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower is great. I love the, the thing I love about Ezra Miller is like, when he's on screen, it doesn't seem like he's acting character. And I think it's really hard to do with like him being like Barry Allen. And that's what I like. It seemed like he just kind of stepped in the role. He got the character. It's like, oh, I'm going to be comic relief. I got this done. Let's do it. You know, um, I like him. But Ben, you say a lot of good things about Grant Gunston. I wish you would have been in it because you would already have the set up timeline. What he had done to this point in the television series. And. You know, like you said, uh, Ezra Miller is a lot more jokey than Grant Gustin is. I'd say Grant Gustin is a little more serious. Um, and it just doesn't make sense to me if you've already had this pre-established universe. Like, you know, like, do we need Green Arrow in the Justice League movie? No, would have been cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I like I think to maybe pull someone to bring in that TV audience would have been kind of cool. I would have liked to have seen like Grant Gustin in the Snyder movie like that would be weird, right? Like. Like he's playing the character from the CW show in this like darker Snyder slash Whedon film. I don't know. I think it would be weird to see and also cool because you don't have to explain anything. Flash could just be your number three at this point. You know, it's because we don't have Superman. We got Wonder Woman, Batman. We've seen them. We've seen their movies. And now the Flash. We know Grant Gunston. We know what we're getting into. We know what he's been through. We don't have to have the Billy Crudup scenes, even though Billy Crudup praise love you in most things um you know um another thing is that grant gustin like acting wise can draw off of i mean we're going off of if they went with my version where he doesn't feel like he belongs but like he'd be jumping from a cw show to like sharing the screen with ben affleck and gal gadot and all these like big name actors like he totally has emotional stuff to draw off of in terms of like wow like how did i wind up here 
yeah no it would have been great it would have been it would have been weird to see but also one less character you had to explain so you could have spent more time with aquaman cyborg and you could have got some cyborg flashbacks some more aquaman stuff and i think it would have been a great choice like that was just a missed opportunity um and i'm sure there's a lot of like legal shit that i don't know about because i don't work in hollywood so whatever <laughs> but going back to ezra miller i thought he was great i thought he was a great barry allen i thought some of his jokes were really good um the whole like uh, him just like oh that's rude they just left um i don't think it fits in the movie i think it's a great trailer moment yeah i think they should have replaced that with something else like jk simmons just turns another around take. and he's like yeah yeah let's just like you know and the flash is gone or something or you know, like come on guys these guys get paid thousands of dollars to write scripts uh millions maybe i don't know i'm not in hollywood i don't know shit but you know, you guys can write something better. Uh, but yeah, Ezra Miller, I thought it was the weirdest choice when they cast him. I was like, really? Ezra Miller wants to do this movie? Like, what's mm -hmm. his draw here? I haven't yeah. seen the Sandfield experiment, which he's in, which I've heard is really good and like dark and weird and it's based on true story, but I'm sure he's yeah, great in it. It's good. But, um, you know, I just thought it was a weird choice, but I think uh, for me, it was a standout character. And, you know, I don't think he... You know, I, I, I think it sealed it when he did the whole fucking Superman fight, when he's like looking at him that back and forth. Yeah, and it's that just was like, cool. It's comedy <laughs> genius, man. It's just like, it's what you want to see in a comedy, you know? Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love the him and the, I love the scene where it's like, he's running after Steppenwolf. And they're like, oh, you need to save people. It's like, I think it's right before Superman shows up or something, or like right around that time. And he's like running and he's like, God, I hope I'm going west or east or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, I love that Barry Allen is just like in his world. He's not a scientist yet. And I kind of like that, like Grant Gustin, like I'm in a science lab kind of thing. But then Brent brought, Ben brought up a good point that, you know, how do you explain how Flash became the Flash? And now it makes me even hate this movie even more. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. But yeah, Ezra Miller is the Flash. I'm, I, I want the Flash movie, man. I hope they get a director. I hope it works out. Mm -hmm. Got it. Joey? Uh, I, I liked him a lot. I liked the <clears throat> the first scene was really funny. I just remembered this. The I think when he's um, he's trying to go to into the prison, and this guy's like giving him shit behind him, and he just like oh, yeah. turns around, and you just see like a little spark, and then he turns around, and you see the guy's face. It's like all sharpie up. I thought it was great. Um, I like this sort of like, he kind of talks about like his like sort of awkwardness. You know, he's got his little like, uh, I guess basement hideout uh, uh, type deal. And, you know, he's just kind of by himself since his dad's in uh, uh, jail and his mom's dead and he's, you know, trying to get a job. And so he's basically just like kind of by himself and like super awkward and when he gets to like batman's uh bat cave and like it's a bat cave and like zooms around and he's like in the batmobile like looking around and like, i hate that he's kind of he's kind of everywhere um i thought it was pretty funny um i definitely like this you know the scenes with him and superman sort of like uh trying to see who's the fastest or you know uh sort of one up in each other i thought was great um i did i kind of i was looking at his suit like during the movie and like uh, uh, Bruce Wayne did mention that he had sort of the same material that the shuttle launches, like the space shuttles used for reentry, so they wouldn't burn up. Like that was kind of like the same material that he would use. 
Um, mm. And it's definitely like uh, put together just sort of by him. You can kind of tell with all the sort of, uh, uh, I would say ropes, but sort of almost like band-aids or some, not band-aids, uh, rubber bands, um, sort of like keeping it together so you can sort of move around. So it's very like a, a version one of the suit. Um, yeah. But uh, let's see. Um, I thought I did a good job. You know, I think uh, Grant uh, is a, uh, you know, sort of a fleshed out known flash. And I would have rather have had him, even if it didn't really fit with fucking Zack Snyder's uh, <laughs> vision. Um, uh, but uh, I think, he, I think uh, Ezra Miller did a good job. And he was definitely like a standout for sure amongst all the characters, you know, he's been in this, his first film and having to like, you know, be on the same screen as all these guys and gals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I did a good job. Awesome. Andrew, back to what you were saying earlier, uh, Ben, uh, I think that, man, all right, I've had a lot of beers. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Andrew, I'm there. I, I hit it. Yeah. Oh, man, this is going to be a long podcast. But, uh, <laughs> but I had uh, three. Um, I do think that he was good. And um, actually, the only thing that I have seen Ezra Miller in is the interviews for The Flash. I've never seen a fucking (laughs) single movie that he's been in. Not a one. So I don't don't have any reference whatsoever other than to compare him to Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin's ultimately better because he's had more time with the character. Him being, he was a lot funnier than Grant Gustin, though I give him that. He pulled off that really well. Um, the scenes with Billy Crudup, they were good, but the things it felt like exactly like the same shit I've seen in the show. Mm-hmm. But it, again, at the same time, it's kind of hard to not do those scenes, I guess. Um, I don't even know if those scenes were totally necessary, honestly. You know, do we really need that for this movie? You know, how many, like, how, how much of that do we need? Um, but, uh, like, oh, what I was trying to say was, I, we asked, I asked you, is he really a standout? Yeah. And, and I agree. He's 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 definitely good, but to be a standout, I don't know, man. I don't know who the standout would be in this movie. I mean, he is really funny, but like a standout is like, uh, what's his name, Pena in uh, Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, like that's a fucking standout role. Uh, it, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Or like Hulk in the first Avengers. Like, yeah, everybody loved Hulk after Avengers. Right, right, right. Like puny god and all that. Mm-hmm. But this, like, he was good, but I don't know, like. Getting to be called like the standout role, I think maybe maybe a little bit more. But uh, I think in this film, you have to say he is a standout because you don't get a lot. You know? <laughs> I mean, like, he, like if anything, like I remember is the jokes. If we all come back to that Superman moment when he looks at him, mm-hmm. you know, like we love that. Like uh, across the board, a superhouse and Ben, we all love that scene. I think that's a pretty fucking standout scene. Yeah. You know, like I think in this film, I think the Flash is a standout character compared to like Aquaman or Cyborg, who are your new characters that we haven't seen before. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he definitely had the comedic element to it Um, with the whole uh, like it's made from the space shuttle thing. It's just like we're dealing with the speed force here, which is pseudoscience. It's comic book science, Mm -hmm. but it's like. The whole fact that he can actually take other people and bring and like save people and their neck not break, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? That's all due to yeah. the pseudoscience of the speed force. So the fact that he needs like these, this like uh, 
you know, heat dampener type of type of thing, uh, you know, like the, the, the space shuttle has. It just came to me, came off as like a little bit like, I really don't need that. You say speed force. That's all I need. Like comic booky pseudoscience, boom, I'm done. That's what the fucking Flash is all about, as far as I know, as far as I can gather. Um, but uh, I mean, as far as this movie is concerned, he was funny, and I like the fact that he was learning to be more of a hero via Batman. I mm-hmm. really like the scene of like just save one. Mm-hmm. Batman's a veteran hero at this point. He's been in Gotham for 20 years. Like he's like they've kind of established. And Flash is brand spanking new. So for for him to go get kind of under Batman's wing in that scene, I really appreciated. And for him to was he saving civilians along with? Yeah, he was with uh, Superman. Yeah. So that was good too. I like that. So it was sort of kind of his arc, uh, very light arc, but somewhat there. It could have been better. Again, you got a movie with this many fucking people, and again, the fact is. We've had we have a team movie with no fucking buildup mm-hmm. like Marvel did. That was genius on their part because you have like 20 fucking characters. You don't need all this fucking like explanation. It's already go see the other fucking movies. Yeah. With this, they're trying to explain every goddamn thing in one fucking movie. So mm-hmm. it's a problem. <laughs> it's a fucking problem. But uh Flash is funny and lighthearted as he should be. So uh I guess, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Let's move to someone who did get a standalone movie, uh, Wonder Woman. And she had one earlier this year. It, uh, this, I think we all agree this movie is kind of a step down from her origin movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, we all know, you know, we all love her in the role. So I don't really have a lot on her. Um, it is nice seeing the whole, you know, the shot of the Trinity of Batman, Superman, and, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, in a way where they're working together as opposed to Batman versus Superman, where they just kind of happen to be in the same place to go up against Doomsday and don't really know each other. Um, right, right, right. And Batman's doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you guys, you guys are good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> the, uh, so some negatives, uh, not necessarily for her uh, as a character, but just for the movie. Um, I mean, yeah, it was kind of cool seeing her save people at the, the, you know, the terrorists and everything, but it almost didn't really need to be in there. Question, yeah, yeah right? That's correct, right? Like, that had nothing to do with anything else, yeah, and right? Yeah, it's like, you could have put in other stuff, whether it's the cyborg origin stuff that you cut out, or the more Superman stuff later on, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get why, I'm not sure if that was from the reshoots, because it would make, it would make sense if it was, if they're just like, look how popular Wonder Woman is. We need more of Gal in this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just put in some random action sequence with her. Because it contradicts the part where Batman's like, Diana, like, you stand for hope and everything, but I haven't seen you at all. I didn't know you were around until Luther right. talked about your dead boyfriend. you like, you know, what the hell have you been doing? See, that scene, can I interject here yeah. for just a second? That scene was also, it kind of felt like, you know, Avengers had that scene where the camera turns upside down and they are all calling each other shit. You know, it's it's like oh, it's like you. they're just copying that entirely. But it wasn't as effective, really. It was. I mean, yeah. it was more effective just as a Batman scene, being like, okay, this is Affleck turning on the whole like the darkest side of Batman sort of thing, where he's like going to uh, push your buttons in a more manipulative way, right? Sort mm-hmm. of thing. So I kind of appreciated it in that sense, but. Um, I, I would have liked like some semblance of feeling like things were different at the end for her. 
where like him saying that inspires her to be like, you know what? I've been in the shadows too long. It is time for me to come out and actually like save people more. And so like, I'm not saying move that sequence to the end. Cause there's it's, you don't really have time at the end to have the whole <laughs> right. terrorist thing. Right. But it would have had like more resonance to me. Like, I, I think one of the, there's a big difference between Gal's version of wonder woman in Batman versus Superman and in wonder woman is the fact that she seems a lot more jaded in Batman versus Superman. And I would have liked to have seen this sort of almost be a reverse arc of her wonder woman thing where she's more jaded in the beginning. She's like, Superman's dead. You know, I've seen, you know, humanity, you know, be terrible to each other this whole time. And to see her like have some more hope, Right, 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 right. Like right. That could have uh, played in more, a lot, and uh, we'll. I guess we'll just have to see what the next Wonder Woman movie is going to be. But I, it sounds like it's going to be another period one. It sounds like it's going to be another one that maybe I don't know if it's going to be World War Two, Cold War. They're saying, yeah, th- those are the rumors. So it's, it's definitely <clears> going to be a prequel to the Batman for Superman and uh, Justice League. But I do kind of wish that it tied in a little more. And instead, it just kind of felt, all right, here's Wonder Woman. You guys love her. She's in this movie. All right, let's go on to the other characters. Like, there wasn't, they didn't really give her anything to do. Right, right. Yeah. Stefan? Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you say. I felt like she was pretty wasted throughout uh, the film. But I feel like since her movie was good, um, she was the only one that could afford to take the hit you know <laughs> and like <laughs> you know and i was like I, I like i still love her but she definitely didn't seem as iconic or impactful as she did in her own film and she took a back seat to um essentially batman and the flash you know like she took a back seat to an aquaman i feel like those are the three main kind of like characters well in cyborg but you know you're just like okay we get it exposition let's move on cyborg scenes yeah and yeah and then and then a lot of her scenes unfortunately were exposition and that really bugged me because it was like days of future past dialogue where they're just like showing or telling not showing and i'm sitting there bored as a fucking bored (laughs) 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 but um you know i felt like she was really heavily underused and as like a feminist kind of iconic hero she really, she really, you know, fell, you know, again, not to make it too much of a social thing, but she really had to take a backseat to all the fucking dudes in the movie. And, um, and she's supposed to be the Trinity, you know, one of the Trinity. So uh, it was a bummer. I really hated her introductory shot standing on top of the uh, Ugh, statue. Yeah, statue. It, yeah it's it was awkward. like, it's awkward. Visually, it's so redundant because she essentially is that statue. It should have been a low shot on her, like, yo, I'm fucking Wonder Woman. Boom, right, right through the window. And a waste of time, those terrorists and that whole yeah, that's scene. That's my biggest problem. Yeah. Like, no, what it was like, like, yeah, <laughs> I liked. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. Just waiting just, there. What, you yeah. pulling on a gargoyle? That's not what you do. <laughs> fucking jump yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Jump yeah. Batman. She hasn't visible plane yet, so she's got to stand up. Yeah. There was no, there was nothing in this film that had like indicated her character whatsoever, mm-hmm. and um, and that was sad because of how big her movie was and how how good it was and just how great she is and what she's capable of in this character. So I was kind of like really disappointed with with Wonder Woman for sure. I was gonna say one other thing. I forgot. I loved the Amazonian scene when Steppenwolf Steppenwolf comes to wreck shop um seeing all those amazons work together and shit to try and take him down even though they didn't lose that shit was 
I would watch an entire movie of that. <laughs> yeah, no, the whole melee good. sequence definitely yeah. helped out. There were some it. badass chicks, man. They're all like yeah, muscly, yeah. like holding the doors back and beating the shit out of people. Like in that regard, I'm a feminist or maybe oh. a a fetishist. I don't know which one, but <laughs> but I like <laughs> those muscly ladies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, who is this guy? Is like Aries cousin you know like why do we keep <laughs> doing this i understand thanos being a cg character but steppenwolf get an actor to be in there with the costume like i really loved michael shannon as zod you know do more of that um but uh ultimately yeah wonder woman was wasted mm-hmm. maddie um, yeah, I agree with uh, everything you guys have said. Um, I really think Wonder Woman should have taken the lead in the Justice League film, and yeah. we should have left Batman to, like, you know, be brooding and be Bruce Wayne and Batman to solve the problems. Doing... Sorry. Yeah, like uh, Batman, I think should be, you know, the guy that has the contingency plan just in case because he's, you know, the detective, the one that's always thinking ahead, whereas yeah. Wonder Woman and Superman are not, and that's like those. You know, those DC animated movies work so well is because Batman comes in at the end. Like, they always call Batman and it's like, well, what's your plan? It seems like. And then Batman comes in and is like, well, this is what I would do. And then it's like everything's solved, you know? Um, and I really would have liked to have seen maybe, like, Batman take a back seat in this film and, you know, maybe be the last one they try to recruit, which I think would have made a more interesting dynamic between yeah. the group. You know, like, let's get are we really going to go try to get the brooding millionaire to be in this movie like, or to be in this, be in this group? Like, is he going to want to do this? Like what, he doesn't have any superpowers, you know, what can he do? And like, because like, that's always mentioned throughout, like, you know, we've made fun of him in Batman versus Superman. And even this, like, what does he have to do? And I think it'd been great to see Batman good plan to take care of Steppenwolf or something like be aware of some kind of, yeah. Especially since he had that dream sequence from BVS. Mm-hmm. yeah like maybe he's had enough i don't know i mean anything i just think that wonder woman deserves more especially yeah. being in my opinion one of my favorite comic book movies like it's up there with like yeah. some of my favorites oh, yeah, i thought I it was, it was like, solid all the way through i there's no point i was like groaning at any point in the movie you know i came out of that movie and i mean our review says everything that we all fucking love that shit you know it's like this should have been your main star yeah Gal Gadot yeah, is the know. MVP of this of the yeah. DCEU. You like at the premiere, you would see all these girls dressed up in the one one outfit. Yeah, oh, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was really cool to see. For I everybody. couldn't watch interviews of Justice League. Sorry to interject, but I couldn't watch interviews of Justice League because I couldn't see Gal Gadot try and like describe what this movie is. You know, it was embarrassing. Anyway, yeah, it's like they, they they totally left her out, and like you know, yeah. even having Josh Whedon, the quote unquote feminist writer buffy the vampire slayer i'm totally whatever (laughs) if you guys like josh that's fine but uh he's got some issues boys and girls just saying um but uh (laughs) you know like you would think that this guy quote unquote feminist hero uh would have made some better choices with the wonder woman character um when he like had to go back and re like you know reshoot stuff but I honestly, I don't know if he reshot any Wonder Woman stuff. Stuff. I feel like, you know, the Wonder Woman we got in this movie is the Wonder Woman that was probably in the Snyder Cut. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be nice to see the Snyder Cut and see more Wonder, more Wonder Woman. 
it's I don't know. It was a shame. It's a fucking goddamn shame that we didn't get more Wonder Woman in this movie. And it's probably my biggest letdown of Justice League. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like why even put her in it? I'm like, why don't you just make this an all man movie? Wonder Woman could have been out doing something else at this point. Yeah. You know, because like I don't know why she. I don't know. It's like, honestly, I don't know what to say because she didn't really do that much. I mean, she had some cool fight scenes against Steppenwolf. She definitely stepped up since Superman wasn't there for some cool ass scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some cool battle sequences with, with her and Steppenwolf and she definitely like was, you know, like, well, fuck, Superman's not here and I guess I'm the strongest one out of y'all. So here we go. Yep. You know, she gave it her all, but it was just like as character development after Wonder, like, I don't like where she... There was no point in this movie that I know where the next movie is going to take me or where I'm going back to or any reference to what I'm about to see in the next Wonder Woman film, which I feel like is like sometimes they kind of set you up for that in films. Mm-hmm. It's like you, so you kind of know what you're getting. Into <laughs> with the so, yeah, I don't know. I was really disappointed. And I, I feel like a lot of fans of the Wonder Woman movie are probably disappointed. I haven't read any of those reviews, but. If I'm disappointed, I can't imagine the fem- the female viewers that were like, God, Wonder Woman was so great. Can't wait yeah, to see Justice League. Sad. And then they went and saw Justice League. I'm sure they were like, well, that fucking sucked. Yeah. So, um, but that's my thoughts on Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Joy? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they definitely didn't give her too much to do. I guess maybe because she had her own standalone film and like they needed to introduce all the other sort of new guys in the in the movie. Um, I didn't dislike the the bank scene with her at the beginning. Just sort of like, but she's like the I guess the only one that had that sort of uh, you know uh, early. You know, we were introduced to her character in this film by you know a fight scene or or stopping bad guys. You know, we didn't get to see Flash push anybody or uh, you know Batman take out any um, you know bad guy. Well, I guess we did sort of at one point when he was chasing after. Um, the dude from Fight Club and Mindhunter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that was more of an introduction to, I guess, the Steppenwolf part of it coming to Earth. Um, uh, I mean, I guess other than like, I mean, she was fine, I guess. I mean, again, she she did her part. Uh, they didn't really give her much to go on or any sort of new development. Um, the Amazon scene... Uh, I just kind of go off on a tangent here. Um, sort of has to do with Wonder Woman, but sort of like the beginning when um, Seven Wolf tries to come down to Earth and the Amazons beat him, um, and you see all like the gods and like the old, I guess somebody who was the original or an older Green Lantern. Um, I thought the I, I don't know which god that was, but I was I almost thought that that was Shazam, the dude with the lightning bolt. Might have been Zeus. Um, yeah, so I was thinking definitely Zeus. Um, when they had the, the sort of group shot at the end of that, he was definitely taller, uh, like a, almost like a giant size. Um, the Amazons, I think, sort of really took the the limelight away from Wonder Woman. Uh, I think they focused more on that, um, sort of that backstory. Uh, they're, I mean, they're fucking awesome, dude. Like the way they yeah, move, the way they, they fight. So good. They, they're they on the horse and like she the one girl's like tumbling and like they shoot the arrow and it's connected to like a rope and mm-hmm. like it just ah it's just so fucking cool seeing all the all the yeah. just like fucking kick ass and like look badass doing it um but yeah i mean i guess as far as wonder woman like i i you know i 
I don't have too much to say. Um, I, I think you guys pretty much said it all as far as like her not getting, you know, any, really anything new in this film after a great Wonder Woman film. Um, mm. And maybe that's because she had her own movie and they're trying to get everybody other, the other guys uh, screen time. But uh, yeah. Yep. Andrew. All right. To play devil's advocate here for a little bit, she does have a little bit going on in as insofar as she has the whole becoming the leader thing, because usually in the justice league comics, Superman or Batman is the lead, usually Superman. Correct. So mm-hmm. for, for them to be like in this movie universe, we want wonder woman to be, the lead Batman is saying Wonder Woman, you are the leader. That's a big thing. I think that being said, I do agree. She doesn't have a whole lot to do in that fucking beginning scene. Yes. The effects and the action and the spectacle of the action of her blocking all of those bullets from a fully automatic rifle is really fucking cool. it, It was great. Um, her on that statue looked fucking stupid. Um, those, the Amazons, that was an awesome fighting scene, awesome action scene. Them using the arrows, the horses, their horsework. Those, I mean, dude, anytime they have those Amazons on screen from now on, I'm going to be like, I'm tuned in, I'm dialed in. This is a fucking awesome scene. And I do also very much appreciate the fact that they even sort of mentioned uh, the, uh, the Amazons and the Atlanteans had some things going on back in the day. Like yeah. I, there was at least a little bit of that, which almost felt kind of Lord of the Ringsy, Game of Thronesy, which which is kind of cool. It was yeah. I, I do I did kind of like that. And and like because they even mentioned like the men, which the men are just one of many uh races in Lord of the Rings, you know, and all that. So anyway, um it kind of reminded me of that, which was a plus. Uh anyway, I'm going on a tangent. Yes, she didn't have much to do as far as character development, but she did just have her own fucking movie. Mm. So I almost kind of let it slide actually, because she did have the movie. No excuses. <laughs> Cause she, she really, she really, she had had so much screen time before that. And she was becoming the leader. That being said, I do think that it could have been a little better, you know? I mean, yeah, the whole movie could have been a little better, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was fine. It's fine. She's yeah. she's okay. It's not fine. Come on, man. Also, the ladies, man. Come on. The last fight scene. This pretty, whole movie. Their slogan. Pretty, pretty their, slogan good. their slogan is "All in." We're all in. Justice. You can't save the world alone. That's yeah. been their whole mm-hmm. deal. The whole the last fight scene has just Superman doing a freeze breath, and then <laughs> Wonder Woman doing one swipe with her sword. Two mm-hmm. out of the what five or six members, right? Which should have been all of mm-hmm. those fucking members doing all of their shit. Even like <laughs> it could have had like Flash, like a comedic thing. Flash comes in, pushes him as and just fucking pushes the motherfucker. And then as he falls on the ground, as Steppenwolf falls on the ground, motherfucking Aquaman comes in with a pitchfork, nails his ass to the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have, it should have been the whole. Fucking team in that last battering, part. Batman throws mm-hmm. battering. And Batman throws a battering, or does <laughs> fucking something? There's a there's a there's a bomb of some sort, right? He throws some sort of like he throws a smoke bomb to distract him. <clears throat> Fuck, like come there's on, something Batman, to that effect. Batman throws the the battering to to to, to go around his ankles. Flash pushes him. Aquaman tried it in the back or in the leg or whatever. And then freeze breath, the, and then the final blow from Wonder Woman, our new leader. Yeah, we have made a better. Come on, dude. We have made a better. <laughs> what the We're fuck? This in movie. this podcast, <laughs> yeah. like I said, look, I, 
I'm giving it a thumbs up ultimately, but fuck, there is a lot of problems with this fucking movie. Man. I can't <laughs> give this a thumbs up. That's my biggest, like, <laughs> dude. That's how low my expectations were, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, my expectation, yeah. it's not like I went in thinking this was going to be the greatest movie ever, and then I went trash. I went in with the lowest expectations and still walked out and went trash. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, that I mean, yeah. Well, I guess we'll get more and more into it, but that's mm-hmm. that's one of one for me, I guess. Yeah. I am wondering because <laughs> I I know there were set reports about uh, they had a whole bunch of reporters to the set, and it sounded like the whole stuff of Steppenwolf and the Mother Boxes and the Atlanteans. It sounded like that was going to be the opening. It sounded like that really? was originally going to be the prologue. Now oh, you know, that don't sounds so much better. Don't take my word yeah. for it and report this on like comic book movie or anything like that. Because I don't know. <laughs> I think mean, it's just like what what I remembered. Reading We've broken wrong. stories before, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> In this instance, like what could have been? Super it would have made more sense to like set him up and like explained all that shit just in like the first five to ten minutes with Gal like narrating, and that yeah. way you then be like, okay, like present day like diana knows what's going on and present day here's the atlantean and it's this drunk dude like what the hell but like you you get to see it it, it have it way more significance than a random cell phone video of superman i can tell you that yeah oh, that was that was cringeworthy <laughs> it really was oh, so, dude, it's fucking terrible the last member i, think, I guess uh, is sorry we had more oh no go ahead we'll yeah. just move on <laughs> Yeah, the last member I saved him for last is my man, the Batman. (laughs) My man, my man. So, in what may or may not be his last performance as Batman, we'll see what happens. It's probably his last. It's probably I'm predicting it is, but yeah. Yeah. Um, So things I liked uh, on right off the bat, holy shit, that opening! I loved Gotham City. I love the look of him. It really makes me wish there was a solo Batman movie before mm-hmm, this, yes. right? Or right, that right, that right. aesthetic and Affleck was in his own Dark Knight trilogy or something like that, or if, if you could somehow put him into that. Uh, but the that was one of the standouts for me. I also like holy shit! I I had my own sort of fanboy inner fanboy come out when he said, "I have contingency," because that's a big thing. Like Batman's always known as oh, like, yeah. oh, so good. Kid. Um, in the Justice League. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, love that. Um, other than that, um, Affleck himself, some, some of the critics felt that he was a little bored or sleepwalking through the role. And I, I could kind of see it every now and then. Like, I felt yeah. like um, what may not happen, might have happened is like a bad versus Superman. He was just like, you know, I'm going to work out like six days, you know, seven days <laughs> yeah. a week. I'm going to do everything and put my, put everything in this movie. And then when he, they were filming Justice League, right when Batman for Superman came out, right. he probably saw the reception. And you can tell he's kind of just like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, yeah. start eating the pizzas. And yeah. Things like that. There's yeah. some shots where you're just like, ah, eh, he's put on a little weight. He's not <laughs> at like the 5% body fat thing that Jennifer Garner said he was at, at uh, the filming of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um, so there's some some parts where I just felt that um, I was like, man, the dialogue seems like it's Batman like, but the way he's saying it doesn't quite like gel for me. I don't know if it's because it's not mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy's voice saying it, but some of the stuff when he was as Bruce Wayne, like sort of strategizing with them, I was like, maybe he was if he talked a little bit with more a little more intensity about it or, or something like. That. There's something off, honestly, yeah. to me. Um, so not as not as good I thought as uh, how he was like in Batman vs Superman where I or I thought like apart from the killing stuff he pretty much embodied a lot of the stuff a lot of the qualities mm-hmm. that I liked about the character. 
Um, another thing I didn't really care for is the sudden man crush on Superman, where he's like, oh, he's more human than me. He can lead the team. And I was like, dude, you want to kill this guy in the other movie? Like, what the fuck? So that that didn't really, like, I wish that tracked a lot more. Uh, yeah. Or they did something that made that make more sense uh, to me. Because that just really, it, it irked me. Because, like, you, you spent a whole movie where he had the opposite attitude. And he kind of just has this attitude because, you know, he's, he's, this other guy had the mom with the same name and he died. And I was like, well, you got, that doesn't mean you guys are best friends. Like, you, yeah, I get that you feel bad. But, like, come on. Um, but that's, that's another thing that I want to get into is with Batman. Um, I didn't like, it didn't track for me what his whole emotional journey would be, uh, other than just like, okay, now he has to like not be so much of a loner anymore and like recruit these people. But it seemed at the end, it's pointed out that, uh, it kind of became a suicide mission for him. And that's when Aquaman comes in and he's like, you really are out of your mind. And Alfred's like, you know, he tells like Alfred, that's not the plan. And Alfred's like, this is the team. And it occurred to me, like you could have a really interesting subplot here with Bruce's guilt where Mm -hmm. like he is not planning on making out, making, you know, getting out of this alive. He knows he's the only guy with no powers and things like Mm -hmm. that. He's prepared to make the same sacrifice that Superman made uh, at the end of Batman for Superman. Um, And it's also why like, they could have made Steppenwolf at least a little bit more interesting if they did, I hate to say it, but the whole Marvel thing where Marvel movies are kind of known at this point for having villains that are kind of like the dark mirror to their heroes. And like you got Steppenwolf, who's the general of the parademons. And well, guess who's the general of the Justice League? It's Batman. And what if you like had like some parallels between the two where, you know, Steppenwolf was willing to like sacrifice as many people as possible to get what he wants. And Batman realizes he has to be the opposite. He's willing to sacrifice himself on behalf of the world, on behalf of all the team members and things like that. And he doesn't want to be someone like Stephen Wolf and something like that. That's, you know, me trying to give an arc to Batman in this movie. Uh, (laughs) uh, Do kind of wish that we saw some reaction from Alfred in meeting the team, like how interesting it could have been to be like for him to witness the flash speeding around the cave and wrecking shit right 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 or aquaman wrecking shit or like his reaction to cyborg and we didn't get anything that other than like oh do i know you like you know right right that was it felt like there's definitely scenes of jeremy irons on the cutting room floor (laughs) yes Uh, yes especially the one where from the comic-con one where you know he sees that figure off screen he's like he said you'd come now let's hope you're not too late like it's like, okay, everyone's like, who is that? Is it Superman, Green Lantern? Turns out, guess what? It's not even in the movie, so it doesn't even matter. Um, I'm guessing, though, that that probably was Superman because otherwise, how else would Superman have known to show up or where to go at the end of the movie? It's it's like it was so cut, right? Because they had that scene where uh, Martha is like, or is he's like, I'm going to be Superman again, right? Yeah. That scene. And then it's like a fucking other like 30, 40 minutes until Superman shows up at the last battle. It's like, all right, he's decided he's going to be Superman again, but he's just, it's kind of showing up late to this last thing. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Again, how did he know to show up there? Like, how did, like, did he do a super hearing thing or what? Like, what what's going on there? I think that that was like also like an editing issue. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what the Alfred scene was. I think what happened was superman wants to rejoin the team but shows up a little bit after they've gone but he meets alfred and alfred's like all right i'm going to tell you you where they are right and that would have filled in that hole right 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 so i mean other than that um again i love 
the look of Gotham City. I love the look of the suit. Um, again, just everything. The fact he had contingency plans. Um, I just wish there was a little bit more, I guess, emotional of emotional story with Batman. I guess we're kind of spoiled from the Nolan movies, yeah. honestly, from <laughs> having him do that. So to just randomly have Batman in just kind of fight and all that and not really do much. It just feels weird. It feels off to me. Um, again, J.K. Simmons, we covered Commissioner Gordon, not really given much to do. Um, honestly, neither he nor Jeremy Irons are given much to do at all as uh, Alfred or Commissioner Gordon. You could have just randomly cast unknowns, an unknown middle-aged actor for both roles, and they still could have done just as good of a job. So honestly, like if we'll talk about the the Matt Reeves Batman either later or in another podcast, but uh, you know, if both of those guys are replaced with different actors, you know, no offense to them, but I probably wouldn't really miss them because they haven't really given anything to do. Like you, yeah. Alfred's never really been given any like Michael Caine type of emotional scene with Bruce. Commissioner mm-hmm. uh, Gordon hasn't really been given anything that's really you know super heroic. Like I remember Gary Oldman's Gordon, I like he seemed like a guy I wanted to be friends with. Like that's, right. that's how um, empathetic I was towards that version of Gordon. This one is literally just he's the guy who gives the like tells him the case. It's it's it, like Pat Hingle from the '90s Batman could have easily mm-hmm. done that. Um, so it's you know it's kind of like this portrayal of Batman. This movie to me was ultimately like all right, they didn't do anything terrible with him, but they didn't do anything that maybe be like holy shit, this is the Batman stuff I always wanted to see. So that's for me, Stefan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I it's uh, I like Ben Affleck's Batman, um, but in Justice League, he did feel like he was kind of drawn out and just kind of over it, which I think <laughs> is indic, which I think is indicative of kind of like Ben Affleck's, uh, you know, persona in Hollywood too. You know, you have that like sad Ben Affleck smoking cigarettes <laughs> to the to the pain of existence or whatever, smoking through the pain of existence. I love that. But it's like he kind of did that through this movie and there just wasn't enough to go on. And it's like it's sad because, you know, the the bits you got in Gotham and Batman versus Superman were so meaty and everything before him and Superman actually come together. I was like, hey, this is cool. You know, him him running through Metropolis and saving the kid. And it's just like, you know, if anybody needs some kind of redemption and character, it's Ben Affleck, you know, especially after Daredevil and whatever is outside of his career, his 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 you know like his regular life and the you know and the you know he's always kind of like in trouble or something or he was his drinking or his sick his uh harassment here and there and rumors and blah 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 but you know i i like the guy and he's a good actor and i think if anybody needs the redemption and in character it's that one um my only thing is is why the fuck does batman need sunglasses at night (laughs) (laughs) in this movie they and i thought well like right (laughs) right and i thought i i I thought it maybe like he would it would be like some some overlay menu like some iron man shit like oh okay i see like it's like a tactical thing or whatever but then but then they're like oh shit we got to think of something clever now fuck (laughs) you know the writers They should have done yeah, sh- a better version they of should've... what they did in Dark Knight with the lenses to make right. it look like the comic book Batman. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. And I'm like, what is this? And this, I think Zack Snyder is more concerned about fashion than he is about filmmaking. <laughs> you know, the choices he makes and stuff, like he'd be much better on the runway as like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess he's not, I guess, I guess he's not designing it, but you know what I mean? Like it just, like, it's what was that, that all? 
It was, it was, it was, um, what was the Watchmen Batman character? Night Owl. The owl guy? Night yeah, Owl. Night yeah. Owl. It was just, it was just like, I want to do Night Owl again. That's, you know, that worked that time. Uh, that's what we're going to do. And I think the most, the, as far as he went, were the fucking night sunglasses. Anyway, the fucking bat crab, the night crawler, and then they made it a point, I call it the night crawler. And for a second, I was like, for a second in my head, I was like, N-I-G-H-T crawler. I'm like, all right. But then I'm like, wait a minute. K-N-I-G-H-T crawler. And my eyes rolled so far back in my head that I had an instant headache. And and I just don't like movies that cause me pain. I don't like them. Um, But it was sad. And I really liked the Batmobile design. And I wish they did more with it rather than just destroy it um and uh man and then and it didn't even connect to the dreams that he was having in the in batman versus superman yep and they like really dropped the ball at them the the main costume was cool and i like the stuff between him and barry allen i liked a lot of his bruce wayne moments and his cleverness but there wasn't enough of it and he definitely it's so sad that he won't probably get his own movie just one ben affleck batman movie to tack on to your fan fiction ben you know, you do that flashpoint thing and build up, like, let Matt Reeves do his thing. Let somebody else do their thing. Mix it up mm-hmm. and, and do some crisis, crisis of infinite earths later on down the road and have these different iterations of heroes fighting together. That would be the next step. And then give, awesome, Ben Affleck Dark Knight, yeah, give Ben Affleck Dark Knight Returns as a swan song. Boom. Motherfuckers directing off. In, yeah. Logan I style. guess they did. Ah, they fucking fucked it all up. Anyway, it's sad. To, it'll be sad to see him go, but I'm excited for Matt Reeves to take the mantle and possibly a new Batman. But at this point, it's getting exhausting. <laughs> Matty. So, anyway. Um, yeah, I guess I agree with both of you guys on almost everything. Uh, I don't like the Batman nose on the suit bugs me. I don't like it's uh, watching Batman versus Superman. Uh, I don't get. I, I don't like it. Um, I don't know what it is about it. I think it makes his nose look fat, and I just don't like it. It's not cool. I also think the bat suit in the movie, like there's a scene where he's like thrown against the wall or something. He gets up and he looks like he's struggling, and it reminded me of the Keaton suit, which always bugged me because he always did, like had to shift his whole body to look up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you're Batman and you're a fucking ninja. Fucking, you know every martial art. Why the fuck would you wear a suit where you have to turn your entire body to look up? It makes no sense. It never, like, in, like even as a kid, I was like, all, like, he has to jerk his whole body to look up. Like, I never liked it. And I think Nolan, finally, after, when the Dark Knight hit, I was like, you fucking got it, dude. Look at that suit. How Batman would design his suit. This is the comic book suit, even though it's like, you then get away with so much when you're drawing something because, yeah, he can turn his neck, whatever. We don't know what this is made of. It's comic book, whatever. We'll say some shit on the page and you'll believe it and whatever. But, like, in the movie, like, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like that suit. Like, they they got it right. Gadgets. and Yeah, they got it right in the Nolan universe. Like, let's make it like like where if you had to take this thing into battle, what's the best way for this suit to work, you know? And it seems like they reverted back to to you know to the burton ones and it's like okay uh, i mean people love those movies and i get that i enjoy them but come on guys like i need a tactic i need a tactitional battle suit for batman he's not gonna go into 
into battle where he can't move his neck or he's having to look at his peripheral vision to see an enemy coming. It's not going to work. He needs to turn his whole head, dude. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Bruce Lee wouldn't wear that shit. <laughs> he would not roll into battle like that. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to agree. I like, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. Like when he was cast, I was like, I think he's like, he's not the best actor, but I think he's like, he can come into a role and deliver and he gets out and that's great. That's what I like about Ben Affleck. I think he's a much better director than he is an actor. And that's why I was super excited for him to do uh, his version of the Batman. I would have loved to have seen that film. What could have been, you know, like Matt Reeves, great. I love whatever he has planned for the Batman. I'm sure we're all going to go sit down and watch the Batman and be like, he fucking did it. We thought Christopher Nolan did it, but Matt Reeves fucking did it. I hope that's what I can say when I walk out of that movie. Like, you know, like I want it to be better than the dark Knight. you know, when mm -hmm. I walk out of the Batman. Um, and I would agree with Stefan. Like, I would love to see Ben Affleck get a do justice, like a fun fucking Batman movie. That's like, he's a detective kind of noirish, you know, like fucking gritty, small budget Batman flick with Ben Affleck and fucking Jeremy Irons fucking like fucking doing it, man. Fucking gritty, dirty, fucking him punching dudes blood. Oh, I want it. I want that movie. <laughs> And it's sad. That's I uh, cry myself to sleep. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I I I've said it since we started this podcast. I think Batman and Ben Affleck should have taken a back seat to this film, and they should he that parademon scene when you're first introduced should have been the moment Batman goes, maybe I need to team up with the Justice League, and then Gotham. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, if they're yeah. here. What else is going on in the rest of the world? Like, because he only cares about Gotham most of the time, right? I mean, it's set up in. And like Man of Steel, like in or I mean in Batman versus Superman, like he has a company and got in um in Metropolis and they like all get killed and like that's why I hate Superman, blah 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 blah. Um But like I feel like that would have been a good turning moment, like halfway through the film somewhere, some down moment to put in the parademon scene where there's like multiple and he has to figure out how to take them out, like and he's using gadgets to take them out and shit. And he's like, he's running out of gadgets, and Alfred's like, You only have this many percent of Batman's. Do you want me to call him the Batwing or some shit? And he's like, Yeah, I need the Batwing. And the fucking great explosive scene. And then that's when Batman is like, Wonder Woman, what's up? What's going on in the world? And he's joining in the fucking Justice League. Yes. You do you do the air pump in the air, you throw the fist up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fucking on. Batman is in. What's he gonna do? Um, I did kind of like that he did a suicide mission because a lot of people complain, like, what's Batman doing in this movie? Like, uh, what's his whole thing? Like, I don't know, he has no superpower. So I like that he was like, you know what? I'll take one for the team. Fuck it. Like, if this helps save the earth, I'm tired of being Batman. What up, like what I've seen. Mm -hmm. We gotta take him out. And I kind of enjoyed that scene and I loved when Aquaman was like, well, boss lady said we got to save your life because blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I love it. Justice yeah. League, you're here. <laughs> a little tear. I loved it. Show, like, you know, a little, I got a, got a little strain in the throat. And I was like, it's the Justice League. Mm -hmm. It's the moment I have them. Um, and I love that moment. Um, and you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely think they probably should have done something different with Batman in this film. Loves Batman. I love Batman. We all here love Batman. We love reading his comics. So we want him center. We want him front and center, but I think it would have been a better choice to maybe put him behind the scenes a little bit. Maybe let, give Wonder Woman her due justice in this film. Let her, you know, try to be a leader, maybe fail at it a little bit. Maybe have to bring Batman in to kind of coax everybody back into it. You know, um, would have loved to have seen more Alfred. 
Um, also, just want to mention the scene where they're taking off in the fucking Justice League. Fucking, they're all in the plane, Batwing, whatever the fuck, Nightcrawler crab thing, fucking thing that shot off in this space. Uh, why was there a CG fucking Alfred? Like, what the fuck? You couldn't have got Jeremy Irons to stand on a fucking platform. Fucking <laughs> terrible. I just sit there and stare down. Like, this is fucking CG, and I fucking hate every moment of this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel sad for that Ben Affleck man, and he got put into two crappy movies. And that's, you know, that's, I mean, it's an injustice, you know? It's a justice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to put that in. All right, Joey. Um, I like... Ben Affleck is Batman. I agree with Maddie. It's like, you know, it's just two not great films with him in it. And he could be doing such a like better job. Um with Alfred, like I he didn't have much to do in this film. Um he'd have much to do in Batman versus, versus Superman. Um I don't need Alfred like trying to get Batman a date. Like it yeah. seemed like it happened oh, yeah. quite a bit in Batman versus Superman. Uh, and one of his only lines was again about trying to get Batman a date. It's like, uh, can, can we just, can we worry about something else? <laughs> Give him something else to do. Let the world go to date, shit. Like, as long as you get laid, master Bruce. Exactly. All about yeah. you. <laughs> He's so pin up. He has all that. He, it's all pin up in there. He's got to release think, it somehow. I think Alfred needs to get laid. Does he worry about himself? I want an Alfred movie that. about Alfred getting late. I'd watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> latest DCEU spinoff. Nice, like, he yeah. was a butler for He should years. always be out yeah. on dates and shit. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, the yeah. DC universe just give up. They're just like, all right, this is what you're going to get now. He's just a playboy. He's the real playboy. He's like trying to date Helen Mirren, but he has to. Who like, do you think Bruce learned it from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helen Mirren. Playboy. Um, but as far yeah. as like uh, as far as Batman as a whole in these movies, I think he does a great job. I think he's always done a great job. He he does his what he can um, with what he's given, and I think he does a good job. Um, I, yeah, I don't think they really did too much, really anything different uh, than than Batman versus Superman. They really didn't give much else to do. You know, just the the. the the definite sort of Batman stuff, you know, he finds a sort of signal to uh, disrupt the parademons. You know, he's got he's got a new vehicle. He's talking with Alfred. You know, he's he's beating up a bad guy on the roof and hanging him off the ledge, and you know, just very very cookie cutter Batman, which is what I enjoy. Uh, it would it would definitely have been cool to see maybe a little something different or like what what you were saying um, about like sort of Batman and Superman's you know, quote unquote friendship, um, you know, where Batman was trying to defeat an alien who could destroy the world uh, in the first film, Batman vs Superman to where he's like, Oh, we got to bring him back. And you know, he's more human than I am. And it's like, okay, you could at least have some sort of interaction to be like, okay, like maybe not a whole movie about it, but like maybe just a little something happening somewhere where like, when it comes to that point where he says that you're like, Oh, all right, I get it. You know, I understand what you mean now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought he was fine. I, I always enjoyed uh, that casting, and I would mm -hmm. love to see him in his own film. And, um, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know his reasons why. I hope it's not because he's in two bad films, not of his doing, but um, yeah, I would love to see more of him. Andrew? I'm going to play off what Joey just said. Uh, I think the rumor is anyway that he, he, his original idea was to write the script and to direct and to produce the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. And now it's looking like he's not going to be able to do any of those things. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, and also he, he's a huge dark Knight returns fan. He wants to do that like purely. So he's not getting any of these things that he ever wanted. So he's in this whole franchise that he's, I don't think he's, he's probably like Snyder. He's like, he's not really the type that likes the super hokey cheesy. Like a lot of people like cheese, right? Like, I don't think he's like that type of, he's a Frank Miller lover. So he likes dark comic books. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the reasons why he's kind of like trying to find his way out. It will suck if he's, uh, doesn't ever get the Matt Reeves movie or if he doesn't ever make his perfect Batman movie. Cause I think that he probably would do a good job at that. Yeah. Um, they announced that Bat- that that Ben Affleck was Ben Affleck on my birthday in I think 2014. Maybe ben 20- Affleck was Batman. Yeah, Ben Affleck yeah. was Batman on my birthday. So <laughs> he said ben, he announced Ben Affleck was Ben Affleck. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a lot of beers tonight. All right. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, Tim Burton got a lot of things wrong, but one of the things he did right was a fucking Batwing sequence. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this one didn't really have a whole lot of that, but the, just the, the the design is just bad. Just just I don't know, like the the the, the two planes that are in. I think there are two, right? The Ant Man helmet plane. Yeah, they're just bad. And the, and Fox. And he, yeah, and he's he's wearing those. I think they're supposed to be the Batman equivalent of aviators mm-hmm. over on top of the cowl. Again, they why just does he need those. They look <laughs> bad. Um, but the opening scene, it was pretty much good for the most part the way batman moves is good the way he's uh capturing the dude and everything and but it seems like he's just using this guy the mind hunter guy to uh just to figure out something about the parademons he's bait yeah he's bait so it was like maybe it could be explained away in a line like oh he's a criminal anyway i'm gonna fuck with him mm-hmm. it's like batman's just kind of fucking with him kind of just for this other bigger purpose again to save the world so makes sense ultimately but still a little bit off i guess uh what else like um yeah nothing else really like sort of stands out i mean he's like really excited to use those guns in that scene but then again (laughs) he's in loves guns yeah Uh, yeah i know right uh but the like i don't know what else can he do amongst the justice league i guess he could figure out something else he needs to be working more with Cyborg probably because he's the yeah. the uh, the the tactician, mm-hmm. and then Cyborg is the quarterback, and also Cyborg has the abilities that Batman does not have. Mm-hmm. So maybe their their fucking uh, arcs should have been more aligned. Uh, or the Flash, and or, make the Flash more like a crime lab, like he already has that job. Yeah, yeah, and there's that going on too, right? Like both Bruce and Barry are detectives. Yeah, yeah. right. So they all they they both into criminology, which is another thing. So uh, I don't know. Um, Batman could have been a lot better, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we've seen Nolan Batman movies. There, he funny. could have been playing the detective, and all the archetypes that you just mentioned of these other characters could have been well addressed and fit in with the team motif. God damn it. <laughs> right. right right it could have been it could have fit a lot better 
Um, what was he doing at the end, by the way? I forgot already, actually. Jacking it. You mean in the, in <laughs> the, in the final fight? The final fight sequence. He helps Cyborg's leg get reattached. And that's oh, it, right? The Batman, ladies and gentlemen. And that's the one and only. To begin with, because he, he doesn't sure, have any yeah. of his vehicles well, he, with him. He does tell Superman what to do, but Superman is just like, uh, "Fuck, man, I'm gonna save some civilians." Right, right, okay. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll just, I'll just stay here." Um, right, right, right. So yeah, I mean, they don't, they really do not know what to do with Batman or Superman in these movies. Other than yeah. other than Superman and Flash saving people, saving civilians, awesome. yeah, and then taking out Steppenwolf, which you knew was gonna happen. There wasn't any moment where you're just like, yeah, like there's no yeah, moment yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like, okay, that uh, character finally gets to do that. That character gets to finally do that. Like this person, you know, mm -hmm. like there's no emotional payoff to anything. Right, right, right. In mm -hmm. that finale. And just continue with the Batman thing. Batcrab, also bad design. Like who, out of all the iconic <laughs> Batman devices, <laughs> we have a Batcrab. He has so many fucking things throughout the years. That has only one use we get to climb up that there's, tunnel. There's a bat boat. There's like a bat cycle. There's all these things, but we get this weird bat crab thing. It's, it's just a Batmobile. Yeah, really. it's just so strange. Like, to, honestly, I think that was probably one of the weakest parts of the movie. Also, wasn't that this is probably a it suffers from the editing and, and the two directors and everything, but. He's they're like crawling up. They're really trying to get hard out of they're trying really hard to get out of this uh, watery uh, mm -hmm. pipe uh, thing all together. And then it just cuts and they're already out of it. Yeah, they, they cut on the joke of Flash being like, didn't you just bail? I'm just like, OK, how are they going to get out? And then next they're like, they're out. I'm like, oh, OK, well, I guess yeah. they weren't really in danger. To me, that was the most awkward, unnatural mm -hmm. cut in the entire movie. Yeah, they didn't feel in um, danger at any really part during this movie. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not even about the danger. It's the fact that, like, the, the continuity, like, okay, we made a joke, and now we're out of it. Like, oh, okay? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there was such a huge fucking action sequence before this, mm -hmm. and then the payoff is just, like, kind of nothing at the end of that. Yeah. I mean, it was it was cool to see Aquaman use his powers in that scene because there's water involved and stuff, but just that part could have been better. And just that vehicle, dude. Like, Batman has <laughs> iconic vehicles, man, and you're doing this bullshit? This is, yep. it's just Couldn't like just turn into a submarine. Come on, yeah, yeah, the ba there's like a bat that. submarine, right? That, I think that exists. The bat sub, yeah. yeah I mean, he can sub. make it in Batman Returns. Too. Yes, if yes. You can make a fucking bat crab. You can make a bat submarine. It's done. Yeah. Easy. And fucking Aquaman could have helped him out, like with the bat sub, yeah. like on the outside of it or something. <laughs> it could have been fun. It could have been really cool. Be riding the bat sub. Really good. At yes, exactly. <laughs> it could have been. Awesome. It could have been great, but should have shot him as a torpedo. That guy was bad, man. The Nightcrawler. I didn't even notice that line until you mentioned it, Steph. And I think yeah. I like zoned out or something. Oh, the yeah, exactly. That's called yeah, the Justice the League, <laughs> the ultimate zone out. <laughs> but um, I love it. I agree. What else? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon also was really probably the most, other than Iris West, who had scenes. She was and the Willem Dafoe. And Willem Dafoe, right? He was not even in this movie either. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, uh, I think he was probably, I guess, after those two, the third worst uh, casualty of the of the edit was was Commissioner Gordon. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it always sounded like it was going to be a cameo. From what is I that? What? It, uh, okay. I, I don't know. Just like Gordon is always such a huge part of 
he's, he's part again, of Batman. It's, it's, it's a not huge, not a huge part of Justice League. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, so I feel like that was like no matter what, that was always going to be a thankless role. Right. It was yeah. always going to set up like, okay, yeah. here's the Commissioner Gordon that's in this universe. It yeah, really like to turn the bat signal on. Yeah. And, well, he only to turn was, on the bat signal. That's it. Yeah. He was the bat. He was the Pat Hingle <laughs> type 1960s Commissioner Gordon. We're just like, oh, we need help. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what we need. And then you go solve it. All right, cool. Thanks, Batman. Right, right, right. I'm going to go that's take it. a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, it should have made him fatter. Let's see. <laughs> any other any other Batman stuff, Andrew? Actually, I think that's man. Maybe that pretty much covered it. Gotham looked great. Um, yep. And again, no, the, the, the opening sequences was was pretty good all, all overall. Him using that guy was was a little bit weird, but um, it could have been explained in a line or like what do you call it, like internal He's, logic or whatever. That guy. that guy was robbing a place, right? Yeah, he is was. That, is he that was what happened? Yeah, he yeah he uh, came okay. out with a bag. Batman like lets him go. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. arrest him. He's just like, okay, we're we're because you let me. Not to mention you. the, not to mention the ten people he killed in Batman versus Superman that he'll but never go. But is he so preoccupied by parademons, though? Yeah, like, but you still throw the guy in jail. Yeah, he, 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 like, 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 he might be like hell bent on this parademon thing. I mean, that would hang it upside down. No, Batman's hang him upside down after the parademons. Yeah, put him on a guard. Have some police lights turn up. The thing, of, the thing about Batman is that Batman is all knowing. He knows, like that guy should have been strung upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have called Gordon. Gordon should have showed up and taken care of that bad guy. Batman takes care of the parademon. He can do it all because he's a mastermind. Yeah. That, he knows all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He he can double duty that, especially if he's planning to save yeah, a right. world. He's planning to save a world that will keep those criminals in jail anyway. Right, right. So, right. like, he shouldn't be slacking on the job. I feel in in terms of taking those. And like, when you cast, like, my biggest surprise in the whole movie was Holt McElhaney or however you pronounce his name being in it as that robber. I was like, oh, he's in this. Yeah, and yeah. I was hoping, hoping there'd at least be something where Batman's like, you know, you know, thanks for using me as bait, but I got to take you in, Mister Hagen, or something where like he right. drops a name and you're just like, oh, yeah. Matt Hagen, he's gonna be Clayface. Or something right, like that. Right, right, right. Oh, right. he would be a oh perfect Clayface. Ben, why don't you write in... Batman movies? Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Hollywood. Hollywood, Holly, take note. Hollywood. You're listening. <laughs> ben here needs a fucking job writing all the Batman movies from here on out. I mean, I would not even worry about time. With a little input from the Superhouse, because I need a paycheck. So I can move down. <laughs> 10%. I would take that job and like not even take any anything else. I would not care about getting any other work if, if it would have meant like, writing all the Batman Amazing. movies. But uh, yeah, that that I wish there was like an Easter egg or something like that. Give me something so that I know who something. it is. When you cast an actor like that, I'm like, I know that guy. And like maybe he'll come back. Maybe you'll yeah. get to see Clayface, you know, oh, in the future. Like that. So that would be cool. Uh, also, just occurred to me with the whole like Batman and and Superman friendship, how easily they could have fixed that with because you know how um, in Batman versus Superman, Batman goes off to save Martha, right? Superman apparently twiddles his thumbs and doesn't do anything until after Batman saves his mom to confront right. Lex Luthor. Right, right, right. What if Lex had Alfred hostage? somewhere and so batman saves martha and superman saves alfred and so batman feels indebted to superman for saving his father figure and Mm -hmm. then that sort of explains at least like 
you know, I feel indebted to him because, you know, he saved the only person who I have who's connected to my childhood and things like that. And that would have at least had something to do. And it would have given Superman something to do because it feels like in that movie, like he's just like, all right, Batman's going to go save my mom. And I guess I'll just I'll just wait to talk to Lex Luthor. Right. So uh, <laughs> that's that's how I would. And then would have given, you know, Jeremy Irons is Alfred would have said something more about Superman. Like he would have had more a stronger opinion about Superman uh, having been saved by him. In, right. In this one, oh. like, they could have had so much more to do with and, that. And then Jeremy Irons giving him the the guys that took him hostage shit the entire time. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man, genius. yeah. Ben, I'm gonna say it again. You need to write every Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> can we reiterate that? I'm just gonna start saying that in normal Superhouse podcast. <laughs> you can follow me here at Old Beardo on Instagram, and also Ben Watch will be writing all the Batman movies. What about this? Take note. But yeah, no, that would have been an awesome scene. Just Jeremy Irons, just with his sardonic yeah. humor, just being like, you cold, this is a hostage situation. Like, like what the hell? These ropes yeah. aren't even tied to them. Like, you know, it would be it'd be funny. It'd be hilarious. But yeah. And it'd be great because then Jeremy Irons is, as Alfred would think that Batman would show up to save him. And then Superman shows up and he's like, I didn't expect it to be you. Yeah. No, it would have been great. And we would have all fucking loved it. We would have all stood up, clapped, cried a little. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Genius. Yeah, like Alfred's being like, you know, he's going to come in when you least expect it. And then suddenly, like, crash through the window. Superman comes in and just takes them all out like a fucking, like, bull in a china shop. And Alfred's like, well, that's not what that's not what I thought that was going to go down, but I'm still grateful. And then some yeah. cool moment with Alfred being like, well, it's nice to meet you. Or just some kind of, like, Alfred keeping his cool, you know, because he's Alfred. You know, yeah. you never see him break. You know, you know, where he's just, like, just let you amazed. Know. Yeah, like just let you know I was against him trying to kill you. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, I never condone such conduct. <laughs> so I'm okay with him killing humans, but you, I was like, man, he's not our enemy. <laughs> like, help us out here. So uh, I guess we're going to wrap up the review with any uh, closing final thoughts. Um, for me, I mean, it's a disappointment because uh, the last thing I wanted Justice League to be is something that I felt apathetic towards and something that I felt was just copying Marvel. But, like, I mean, I got to say it. It is pretty much the Avengers, except only two people have had standalone movies. There's three cubes instead of one. And <laughs> the villain is not nearly as sexy as Tom Hiddleston. Like, this is, like, a <laughs> version of Avengers. Um also, not surprised that Joss Whedon favored that tweet. I'm sure you guys have heard about. I heard about this. Yeah, being like a lot of people gave him shit. I'm just like, look, he probably didn't shoot any of the Steppenwolf stuff, or if he did, like it was just like this is what I have to fucking work with. Like, uh, so I'm going to throw this out there, free for all. That tweet was that Steppenwolf is the worst comic book villain of all time, mm-hmm. even worse than Malekith the Accursed in Thor: The Dark World, probably the least rated Marvel movie. Agree or yeah. disagree? Are we talking about Marvel or, or, or films? Talking about in, any in the comic films? Like, I think it was like superhero movies in general. Okay, movies yeah. in general. Yeah. Uh, superhero movies. I mean, you guys I, can go ahead. I will say this. Part is I like, can say, I think of anybody who's worse right now? Yeah. yeah. I would just say for Joss Whedon Dr. to like release that tweet. Nope. That was better. For, to release that tweet is kind of shitty, in my opinion. He liked a tweet, um, he didn't say it himself. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I mean, either way. Yeah. Um, I just think, just hold it off till the fucking movie comes out, man. Despite how you feel about what you put your name on. Because his name is on it. We all know as fans. Um, I did like the way... I will say this one second. 
One, give me one second. <laughs> Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four remake is the worst villain. Mm. Because I don't think anyone saw that at a superhouse. No, but I, I saw it. No, I did not. And see that's it. the worst villain. Uh, I think I'm the only one who saw it. So yeah, oh, the, the newest one. I don't Josh even know if Joss one? Whedon saw it. I don't know yeah. if Joss Whedon saw it. So uh, maybe watch that movie, Joss, before you say that. Because uh, Steppenwolf is way better than Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four remake. That's my thoughts. Anyone else can go. Uh, for Steppenwolf, I did like his axe. I thought the... His... <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Grasping his straws, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, just the like side his, of it, the way it curved was awesome. <laughs> I did like his eyebrows. I know. I, I think it was more not just the axe itself, but like how he was swinging it, the sort of fire trail that it was leaving, and sort of like yeah. him, like when he was fighting the Amazons, his like Hulk jump and like slamming the axe down and shaking the ground. I thought was really was really cool. Other than like, uh, other than that, I you know I don't even think I've watched the trailers enough to really or at least him in the trailers. Like I was like, okay, all I've seen was like some dude with Bob. horns. That's all I know is some dude with horns. And so like, I did enjoy the ax swings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That was laughs> I mean, okay. And, and another thing, when he was talking about, uh, in one scene, when he's like talking about bringing the mother boxes together and he's like talking to his pair of demons, he mentions dark side, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that that was there. Cause it really yeah. wasn't. Why not? In, Why in, didn't they start with uh, dark side? In this, yeah. they could have gone for anything that would have made it better. Just give a more recognizable character. Yeah, I know because the the reaction I get when people are just like, "So who's this villain that Justice League is going up against?" I'm like, "Steppenwolf," and they're like, "The band." Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like nobody. To be right. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, like I mean, I haven't seen the Josh Trank, um, the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. So like, I'm just thinking back of like different comic book movies that people have like hated or comic book villains people have hated. I mean, some people might bring up Enchantress and Suicide Squad, but she was at least more interesting of the whole like double identity thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mal- I mean, they said it worse since Malekith the Accursed and D- Thor the Dark World. I mean, Malekith and Thor killed Thor's mom. He like did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, yeah. that's the only noble thing yeah. in that movie. Yeah. It was a waste of Christopher Eccleston, but like he at least did something. Yeah. Uh, Steppenwolf kills a bunch of Amazonians and uh, maybe a few Atlanteans and maybe a few humans. But other than that, like he doesn't even kill that janitor dude who's just like, we are families. Why does everyone keep telling me that? Like he didn't even kill that guy. Yeah. Uh, I thought maybe he was going to kill Cyborg's dad, but that didn't happen either. Uh, so he didn't really yeah. kill anybody of note. His motivation is pretty much just like, well, they shamed me before, but I'm going to like get them and rule. The-. Like he's literally the mustache twirling villain. Just be like, I'm going to rule yeah. the world type of thing um and so it, like i agree with uh stuff I'm like they might as well have just done dark side especially because like you know that marvel already does the whole like we're gonna lead up to thanos yeah like, i just say fuck it because we're gonna do dark side you know why because we got the fucking legion of doom coming yeah 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 yeah. and that's something that marvel can't do yeah right 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 um that's so, true they don't really have an do they have an equivalent Sinister six that's oh, yeah. a spider-man thing that's it's a spider-man, Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. But like they, they didn't even know they had Spider-Man until you know more recently, um, so they couldn't really do that. Sinister Six is the closest they got. But um, I thought the you know the end credit sequence with Deathstroke and Lex, like I'm sure there's some general audience members wondering who the hell Deathstroke is. Yeah, but, for like, sure. I mean, he's got some exposure from an Arrow, but that's still yeah. probably kind of a niche audience. Yeah, totally. Um, but I, I I thought it's smart. It's a smart idea to do the Injustice League or the Legion of Doom. 
for potential Justice League sequel because that's something that Marvel can't do. That's something that they're known for, you know, Justice League versus the Legion. Um, I did, like I said, I wasn't a fan of Jesse Eisenberg as Lex in Batman versus Superman, but when he's decked out bald with that snazzy ass suit and he wasn't doing as many verbal quick, you know, verbal takes, I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe I can kind of buy it. He's not my favorite Lex Luthor by right. far, but um, I can, you know, if he's more like that throughout the whole movie, I could probably tolerate him. Um, and, uh, you know, Joe Manganiello looks great as, uh, as Deathstroke. They even gave him the white hair. Um, yeah. I was surprised at that. Yeah. They gave him yeah. the white hair and he's got an American accent. So he's already a little bit more comic book accurate than Manu Bennett on Arrow, even though I do love that betrayal. But, uh, you know, again, we'll have to see. It is kind of just a random introduction. Right. Deathstroke, I feel. But like, hey, you, you got Deathstroke and Lex Luthor cameoing in a Justice League. I probably shouldn't complain. Right, right, right. So I don't read a lot of DC. Who else is in Legion of Doom? Black uh, Manta, right? Yeah, it always, there's always like a shift because like Legion of Doom okay. wasn't really a comic book creation. It was before the Super Friends show and they kind of incorporated yeah. it in. It was. Did they know, call the Hall of, meanwhile, the Hall of Doom? Meanwhile, the, with Legion of Doom, maybe it's the Hall of Doom. I don't know. I doubt that you're going to have Jesse Eisenberg saying, we are called the Legion of Doom. Yo, like, I, I don't yeah, think yeah, he's going to yeah, call yeah. that. <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> Um, Did he not say that in the movie, though? No, he says, uh, we need a league of our own. A league of, okay, league of our own. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, Reference to a great Tom Hanks movie, by the way. All I could think. I think nice. with the Legion of Doom, it's basically going to be one villain per each hero. So gotcha. Deathstroke is going to be for Batman, probably. Lex, obviously, for Superman. If Cheetah's the villain in Wonder Woman 2, that makes sense for her. Black Manta, we know, is going to be an Aquaman, so that's for him. Sure. Oh, yeah. No idea who Cyborg's going to go up against. Probably some tech thing. Yeah, I'm not uh, familiar with that. I don't know him that well. Yeah, I mean, he's mainly in Teen Titans and Deathstroke. Racial stereotypes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Cyborg. Judas and... Contract. Who was the villain in Judas Contract? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. So there, there you go. Yeah, but then, like, I don't know. What's the Cyborg versus Deathstroke fight going to be compared to a Batman versus Deathstroke fight? Yeah, you know? I know, right? Unless they, they... you make. Unless you bring in Joker, but then I don't know uh, if I really want to see Jared Leto's Joker in this thing. Yeah, I know. Um, and you then, like, what I think they could do is if this Shazam movie takes off off the ground, fuck it, bring in Zachary Levy's Shazam to be part of the league, and then put the Rocks Black Adam in the Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. To tie that shit. And then you got you got seven versus seven. Sorry, Green Lantern, <laughs> but you, you haven't been cast yet, so I'm only going off of who's who's around. You got you know the seven versus the seven. Um, and that's an expensive. Oh yeah, I forgot Flash. Like you would need, you would need the counterpart for there. There's Gorilla Grodd in the Legion of Doom, but honestly, I don't think they have the budget for that shit. If they got everybody else, yeah, they would probably I need to do Trickster, but he's really close to Joker as well. So yeah, maybe Captain Cold. Captain Cold, reverse maybe. Flash. Yeah, yeah, reverse, yeah, Flash, reverse, yeah, reverse Flash. Yeah, I don't want another Speedster, man. I'm tired of the Speedsters on that show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this would be the movie. So, like, who knows how that would turn out? I mean, they sure. do. If they are going to do Flashpoint, they definitely have to bring in the reverse Flash. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to say about Flashpoint, though, they're going to have to make a change because uh, let's think about this here. In the comic, when Barry when goes back to save his mom, right, uh, that obviously happened before uh, Bruce Wayne's parents were killed. Because that creates the ripple effect where Thomas Wayne uh, survives and Bruce is the one who dies. In this continuity... It doesn't work. You can't have that because Ezra Miller is so much younger than Ben Affleck. He wasn't even born when Thomas Wayne was killed. 
So for Flashpoint to work in the way that we want it to, with a Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Thomas Wayne, he would have to prevent something that happened before the 1980s. So right. I don't know what Flashpoint is going to be about, but it can't really be. If it's about him trying to save his mom, they're either going to have to do some real weird continuity thing or um, yeah. it can't be it can't be the Thomas Wayne Batman, which takes away one of your biggest selling points for that story. Yeah. So good luck, guys, on Flashpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's like, uh, I want to do every me. other Batman and every other Justice League movie, but I don't want to do the Flash. I just, don't. <laughs> I just think it's too soon, I think, to do a Flashpoint movie. I oh, think I that you need a movie for... And like, you could totally do a Flashpoint movie in this universe. You can do it way better than the TV show did. I thought they were dumb to do the, t- the Flashpoint in the TV show because I'm just like, all the like selling points for Flashpoint, you don't have. You don't have Aquaman and Wonder Woman right. or Thomas Wayne. None of that shit. You, like, so like, what stuff's going to be affected? And then like, it then you know, it turned out to be dumb. Like, well, like Iris doesn't like her dad now. Like, yeah, that's that's stupid. Nobody wants to see that shit. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I want to see actually- Thomas Wayne shooting people with guns. That's what I want. Yeah, and with, especially when you have Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the like now one of the most yeah. popular TV villains. Right. 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 You know, yeah. everybody like people would totally sign up to see him play play like a Batman killing people. Um, I mean, even when he was a comedian, I was like, when he was casting B versus S before he was Negan, I was like, yeah, I watched that Flashpoint movie. Fuck yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it feels like Snyder cast him because he wanted. That's what Snyder that really wants. It's a whole master plan. It was the Flashpoint. But then I don't know why he then cast such a much younger Flash. Right. Like, I don't probably, think they're thinking that far. I, well, he should have, because like, yeah. if he cast a Flash <laughs> who was a little older and more experienced, that would make him different from the TV show. And you could get away with this whole flashpoint thing. Right. But now he can't. So like Man. either he's gonna either you don't have Thomas Wayne Batman or he has to prevent something else. Maybe he's trying to re- maybe he tries to prevent the death of Bruce Wayne's parents for some reason and instead it causes the death of Bruce Wayne and then he's like, Oh right. shit. But then I don't know why he would do that. So again, as I said, good luck, guys. <laughs> well, also I wanted to bring up before before we move on. Yeah. So sorry, sorry, Maddie, real quick. Before we move on, just one more thing about Sippin' Wolf. He has that one line about, I'll make them love me or something like that. Yeah. In the beginning, that that also was another line that really doesn't pay off at all. No. Like, what is that all about? Sippin' Wolf's just a guy looking out for love. Is that? I think Alfred just wants to. Maybe Alfred should hook him up with somebody. They should have just played him. Forget that line. They should have just made it where, like, he's kind of like the herald, like, like Silver Surfer is for Galactus. He's a herald. For, for dark, dark side, side. and just yeah. that that line just fucked me up because it's like okay this is <laughs> is he is this going to be like some Thanos shit where he's like in love with death yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean so that that was just like why why even do this this is just too much and doesn't if pay off only Steppenwolf had a girlfriend he wouldn't be trying to conquer all these worlds but because he doesn't you take, know? take away that line man take <laughs> away that Andrew, line Andrew some people aren't good at meeting ladies he's just creeping. <laughs> He's a creeper. He's a creeper, man. It's just like it's yeah, I mean it's not good. You don't see that ladies. And have 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 oh the what's the name? Ciaran? Ciaran from Kieran. Kieran Kieran from Game of Thrones in practical effects makeup for close-ups. Yeah. And then for action scenes and for long distance shots, put it make it CG if you if you need to. But they needed to at least do some practical effects. Make he's, the, for... he, he, he's already the villain in a Marvel movie. He's in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but still, and, that doesn't matter. Uh, Just, come on, man. I mean, 
But I'm just saying, like he can do, he can do, he he could do some action scenes. I think he'd be fine. Yeah, it's like enhance it a little bit, it'd be fine. Put in a stunt double because we've been using those motherfuckers for years. The guy's a good actor too, and it's lost. It's lost. And that's what's because I always thought Steppenwolf was a henchman anyway. It's so weird. Like it's such a such a. He was there to do Darkseid's bidding to open the portals for Darkseid. Mm-hmm. You That's need, what I thought, and I was like, "Well, that right, doesn't right, seem to right. be happening." But he mentions Darkseid, but he's still not mentioning Darkseid later on. They should. I mean, also, this. I know we're doing a lot of fan fiction here, but imagine like he actually fucking wins, and the the movie ends cool. on Darkseid oh, Empire through ending. a fucking portal, Fuck, and being yeah. like, "I've come to reign," or some oh, shit dude. like that. Yeah. And then the new lantern comes down. Ah, oh, oh, yeah, I just yeah. came. That would have been that would be amazing. Dude. <laughs> there is a, there is a rumor. There are rumors that the original ending involved a lantern cameo and yep. a dark side coming down as a, like cliffhanger. Because remember when this is first announced, it was Justice League Part One and Justice League Part Two. I forgot two, right? about that. Yeah. yeah. So it's very much possible that they just got rid of all that shit. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, but there are rumors that that's that's how it was like. I remember when we were discussing Dark Side, one of the rumors was um, Charles Dance as the yeah. voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh uh, That'd be so that. fucking good. Yes. Oh. Just imagine him just like belittling the right, 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 right. Especially Batman. Who's Charles Dance? Yeah. Again. Who's Charles uh, Dance? Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, dude, oh. he would have been amazing. Fuck, like, you definitely need CGI for Dark Side. I came again. Just a mat- oh, oh, and also like the fear thing. It's it's preying on your fear. Like mm-hmm. that's also like that that like if Steppenwolf like villains should have character arcs too, and like the whole like there's nothing really setting up his fear or anything with him dying at the end. And the parademons are just coming to attack him. Fear of defeat. Fear of defeat. Very shallow. It's, yeah, it's a little bit like it's kind of just spread thin, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, if it ended with Darkseid just coming through a fucking portal and they're they're all wide eyed and terrified, that would have been amazing. It would have been awesome. Oh, but dude, I can see why they decided, hey, like we don't know how this is gonna do. We don't know if we're gonna get a second movie. Let's give him Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's give him Deathstroke hey, instead. Man, dude. The anti-life <laughs> equation. He's always looking for the. I don't even know what that is supposed to be exactly, but yeah. he wants the anti-life equation. I mean, that's the it thing. Was... You are have to, you have to set up a lot of world building stuff, yeah. Jack Kirby stuff for for Dark Side. But like you know, you, you're Kirby, paying that money. Kirby invented uh, Dark Side. He invented the whole world apocalypse and the new gods, right? And the new gods, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like Which a moral mentality man. within he the DC the, universe. He got, the, he got the credit in the end credits too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did Bill. Bill got a credit. Yeah, yeah. finger baby. Yeah, finger. I just think it would have been awesome if, like, Steppenwolf, you see his helmet off and he's like crawling and him just starting to laugh. And the Justice League's like, Why are you laughing? We beat you. And he's like, He's here. Portal fucking is opened up and it fucking drops down, dude. We would have all been like, Fuck, Ed credits. Credits. Yeah. He just you know, like yeah. lasers everybody. Not yeah, even those... that. Just like he's there and it's just like cuts. And it's just like, mm-hmm. See you in that two years. What? <laughs> I gotta wait two years for Justice League Two. What? Oh, we would have lost our shit. I probably yeah. would have enjoyed that movie more just for that scene. <laughs> just like uh, a yeah. broken Steppenwolf, just like being a shitty villain. Like, ah, uh, who is this guy? And then just seeing Darcy like drop down, like Charles Dance's voice coming out, just like saying oh, yeah. a one-liner or something. And then just seeing a reaction of the Justice League, like getting in a fighting stance, like fucking fade to black. That was Justice League's fuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. 
fucker. He just says that. That was just yeah, like fuckers. fuckers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, excuse me. Oh, they should have. They should have. They should have shown Steppenwolf strike out with an Amazonian and then that be his spark to his motivation. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, right? It was like early on. He couldn't like get a date. Like... They will love me. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I resonate with this. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and she's just like, um, no. You really came on very strong and I don't find you sexually attractive or entertaining to be around sorry and then he's like, <laughs> like you uh, smash axe i would have liked that movie more <laughs> it would have it would have been pretty cool to see dark side step in at the last second yeah awesome. uh, like, oh see, so what's other... that omega shit about we gotta wait till oh, never yeah. now to know what that means i mean some of us know but you know what i mean both like the omega Bullshit. symbol in that in that nightmare yeah vision, in yeah it's bullshit well, filmmaking. Again, that's why I think they should have had the vision thing and us seeing Flash going back in time, but nobody yeah. hires me. So, yeah. do you guys think that like maybe like Snyder did have an entire vision for like what his Justice League would have been, but with like all of our hate and backlash, the studio back- was like, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, back when you back can't when do he- any of that future sequence stuff. I mean, I that's done. Back when he did started Man of Steel, yeah, definitely. Or, or think, you know, even better Superman, he clearly had something in mind for that uh, the nightmare yeah. vision and everything like that. That thing came in so randomly. I'm like, okay, this has to pay off in Justice League. And then I watched mm-hmm. the Justice League. I'm like, all right, guess not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, maybe we just shouldn't say how much we hate. Glad that ticket was only 20 bucks. Thirteen <laughs> <laughs> seventy five. <laughs> I'm just glad I saw it for free at the premiere. Nice. Uh, all right. Any more Deserve closing thoughts? Uh, Stefan. Um, it wasn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but I didn't like overall hate it. I just think, I just think too many balls got dropped (laughs) (laughs) for this movie, the justice league. And it's just a shame, but mm, that's all I can really say. Right. Fucking bullshit filmmaking. <laughs> That's all it was. Um, you know, I, if there's a Snyder cut, I'd be very interested to see if we could get close to what his vision was for this movie. Me too. Um, you know, uh, as much as we shit on him for like uh, Man of Steel, which Andrew and I agree, I do like Man of Steel. Um, Man of Steel's so good by comparison. It's so good. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, I have, I think I have a slightly more. I'm a little more appreciative of Batman versus Superman, just because it is a director's vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, seeing, cause anytime you hear about this, like, like what came to mind was um, exorcist, the beginning. And then there was dominion, the prequel, which oh, Paul yeah. Snyder who did taxi driver did this like very like a, uh, you know, psychological exorcist film, which dominion, the prequel is great. It's a very cool movie. Very interesting about like God and Satan and shit. And then you get exorcist, the beginning, which is an action movie, which is like, what the fuck would I want to watch an action movie exorcist? That's not what I came here for. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like, um, so those two that, that, that came to mind. So I'd really like to see like, you know, this kind of weird amalgamation of a film. And you've heard the same thing with, um, Island of Dr. Moreau with Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando and all the, like, if you guys haven't watched that documentary about the director trying to make that movie, it's fucking great. And I just imagine that's maybe what Zack Snyder went through a little bit. Plus with like his personal shit and then Joss Whedon coming in, trying to pick up pieces, which 
I'm not blaming Joss for this or Zach for this. It's just, it's a shitty thing that happened and someone was handed something shitty while someone was dealing something with dealing with something that I can't even imagine how you deal with mm-hmm. a tragedy like that. Yeah. So, you know, for whatever, this movie would just seem to be doomed from the beginning. So whatever. Um, but I would not recommend it. I'd say at very least it's a rental, get some beers, have some popcorn with your friends, maybe smoke a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and then you might enjoy justice league. You might have a good time talking shit about it, riffing on it. I think that's a good way to watch justice league, but I am very interested in a Zack Snyder cut or what, even if they get close, I'd be very interested to see that. But I, I still think this movie is trash. I think it deserves its 39, 40%. Um, just because it deserved a better Justice League movie. And I'm not like a huge fan of the Justice League, but I when I spend a certain amount of money to go to the theater, I expect to be wild, especially by superhero movies at this point, because there is a standard now. And it needs and we've gotten to the point where we have great superhero movies. So we need to keep that going, you know? Uh, cause I think all of us here on this podcast right now have been reading comics since we've been kids or, you know, we enjoy reading comics and we love, and I love to see them brought to life as I think Andrew, Joey, Stefan, Ben love to do because we like to see this stuff like live action. We want to see actors play these characters. We want to see, we want to see the spectacle that when we pick up the comic, we want to see that on the big screen. And that like, that's what I want every time. And Justice League fell flat of that expectation and I deserve better. And so do you, the people. <laughs> yeah. On that note, you know, to, if I can say one side note yeah. about Stefan's experience, uh, he was not stoned. So I think I may have liked it a little bit more if I was, but I just didn't have the time. So I felt inconvenienced. You're probably hungry too. I was very hungry. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's never good. Well, I was okay hungry. <laughs> Joey. Uh, <clears throat> uh, overall, I. I enjoyed the movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. Uh, it has a lot of flaws. Uh, I think that they're, you know, they're they're going in a direction. They're continuing to make these films. Um, I just want them to be better than what they are. I want them to up their game, man. Uh, you know, get rid of the guys who have been making these movies up till now. Like, get some get some visionary young director or or someone who hasn't done a superhero movie that wants to and or a writer of the same caliber um and and see what happens man because there's we've mm-hmm. we've here like you know talked about some great ideas that would make would have made this film a lot better movie mm-hmm. um and to just see like that happen is sort of go against the grain of just the just you know cookie cutter serial uh, superhero movie um it'd be great to see um and yet movie was a mess. Uh, I felt that it was uh, a step up from Batman versus Superman. They have a lot of work and, um, you know, I, I, I believe in them. Uh, I think that, the, I think the the DC fans believe in them, uh, and just want to see them make good stuff. And I think they have, I think it's out there and, um, you know, we got apparently, you know, there's uh, Jeff Johns is, uh, you know, he's like the Kevin Feige of the of DCU, right? Is he is he kind of put on that role? Yeah, um, they don't have a clear one like just yet. No. Jeff Johns is, I think, trying to position himself to be that, but I don't know if they're really giving himself giving him that role just yet. That Charles Roven guy, yeah, he, Wonder he, Brothers he, is a mafia man. Charles <laughs> Roven might be. It, 
I, I, I have no idea, but it seems like he might be one of the guys responsible for. Yeah. He's had how, Batman for how bad it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they need anybody, yeah. I'm one call away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they, Charles Robin produced Wild Wild West for the record. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there is that. Okay. So, I mean, the end scene of Justice League with Deathstroke and Lex, like that was a cool interaction. Uh, you know them. Deathstroke on the boat, going to the yacht, then talking to uh, Lex Luthor and him taking off his helmet. And you see what he looks like. I mean, that was cool. You know, it'd be, so I'm hoping to see some good stuff in the future. Wonder Woman was great. She's fantastic. Um, they've got her character down pat. Um, you know, I just want to see. I want to see some better stuff. I, I want to be wowed when I go see a fucking DC movie. I want to go see. Some, yeah. I want to. I want more Easter eggs. I want you know for them to talk about these other things, even if it's just they just mention it. Who cares if the audience doesn't know? You know, it's supposed to be the you, thinking man's Marvel. You'll, yeah, you'll want to find that exactly. You'll want to go find out what that is, or that maybe they'll do a, a quick little mention, or you'll see a symbol or whatever. Um, yeah, if Marvel's making Watchers references and shit, like DC can do quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot. They're, they they've been around longer than Marvel, right? Yeah, they so, have. Marvel yeah. came out during the Silver Age. There's no Marvel. Yeah. There's no Marvel Golden Age. I right. think. Right, and also just to preface this, like Justice League came out way before the Avengers comic. In comic yes, history. yes. So I mean, to see the reverse. DC's so, just a, straight up older than Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> there's a ton of material to pull from. Yeah. So I, yeah. That's my end thoughts. Yep. Andrew, take us home. Uh, end thoughts for me. Um, I know I've been quite critical. Um, I've brought up a lot of negatives, but I think it's just a testament to how low my expectations were. <laughs> I was, and I wasn't really thinking about Wonder Woman uh, because of how good that was. I was more comparing this to Batman versus Superman. So uh, because it has Batman and Superman in it, I know Wonder Woman's in it, but I don't know. I was more comparing it to that because it's Snyder as well, Snyder film, mainly Snyder, I guess. But uh, so I I don't know it's like a, it's like a soft thumbs up for me honestly because I think I think I think <laughs> a limp thumb I think <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think I, I do like the I do like the humor I like I think it added a little bit more joy to it I I, I think that the some of the the, the more lighthearted aspects kind of worked for me um, I I kind of get I I can get tired of that Snyder like darkness at times I mean it works for Batman and stuff but we got you know, the flash and one woman and all that shit in here. So, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know why I just, it's just like, I walk out of the theater feeling like, all right, that was all right. Mm-hmm. It was like a gut reaction. Mm-hmm. Justice Lee was all right. Long story short for our, our listeners. Long story soft short. Up, a, lo- a soft thumbs up from uh, Superhouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, not. Yeah. I don't think I speak for the whole fucking podcast. Oh no! no. I don't know. No, 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 hard thumbs down, baby. Like, I mean, like, I we went from when we started this podcast to a thumbs up to a, a soft thumbs up. So I feel like Andrew. All the stuff we revealed here, slowly getting to where I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I did kind of feel that all, that way, like when I was watching it. But it's just like it's just I don't know, like. For some reason, it works. Some it works this enough is, to get a thumbs up from me. It's it's a forgettable movie. I'm like yeah, I wouldn't we'll even call it a movie it. to be honest. Yeah, like when Justice League out. Two comes out, like we'll probably that's when we'll all probably rewatch it. Or if a Snyder Cut comes out, 
that's when we'll rewatch it. I doubt you'll be putting this in. Like, yeah, you know what? It's time for Justice League. I want to see Justice League again. You know, it's not like when I'm just like sitting at home, I'm like, I could watch The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah, let's watch The Dark Knight. That's a good movie. You know, to that like, point, I don't think though, I'm ever going to go, hey, let's put in Justice League. I hardly no. ever rewatch movies, though. Hardly yeah. ever. Me too. Like, there's so no, much. Dude, I rewatch movies out. all the time. I never dude, do that there's... personally. It's your, I guess you're watching habit. But like I said earlier, if, if, when the theatrical, I mean, when the um, extended cut comes out, I'm going to be watching that immediately because I do want to see what what was taken out. Same here. Uh, I, I do. Mean, think if I was still a kid, though, maybe I would want to like keep rewatching it. I mean, we'll, we'd have to see, you know, what the kids' perspectives are. The kid, the, the, the kids. Yeah, I, I know. I need to do that. Shit. That I need to do that uh, piece, but mm-hmm. that video piece. But I think I think that probably kids will connect with the Flash the most, honestly. Mm-hmm. And the girls are rooting for Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah, man, you're voice, doing voice for Flash. I, I mean, the, the, what sucks is like they kind of shot themselves in the foot with the kids as far as Batman because he's just too fucking old. He's like fifty, yeah. this motherfucker. Well, again, yeah. like, like, <laughs> we gotta happy. stop making movies for young kids, though, man. Fuck that. Like, give me an older Batman. I want a seasoned Batman. They deserve their him. own heroes. Yeah, These well, are I mean, ours. Yeah, give, give him a Teen Titans <laughs> movie, then. Fuck for fuck's sake. Nightwing like, and shit. Yeah. yeah, I want an old they Batman. X babies. Like, that's what we keep doing is just fucking making everybody fucking younger. And it's like, God damn it. Well, it's broad audiences. Because they they want a little bit of that old guy fandom and a little bit of the kids and a little bit of blah, blah, blah. The they got a movie, everybody. I mean, like at no point, like, I mean, in Gotham, what I, I wouldn't mind seeing a young Batman. Because Gotham is a weird, fucking, strange fucking That's show. That's a weird like, show. Like, they can get away with anything. <laughs> but, like, I don't Maddie, know. Watch Gotham. I, oh, I've seen Gotham. Watch it now. Got to oh yeah, well I, I know. Well, but I, I've, seen, I've seen. I've seen the creep. Dude. <laughs> I wait for it to drop on Netflix. But um, I just like. I don't need to see the origin story again. I don't need to see a younger Batman going through the same shit. Like I want older Batman stories now. Like we we've, we've done it too many times. Like we can't do it again. You know, mm-hmm. if the Batman at any point, Matt Reeves is like, let me retell the origins of Batman. I'm going to go, fuck you, Matt Reeves. You're better than this. I'll walk <laughs> out of that fucking movie. Because <laughs> that's not what I want to see with a Matt Reeves Batman. You have too many Batman. Like ever we were saying, there's so many. DC's been around forever. There are so many Batman stories to tell. you got to think of something better. Mm-hmm. There needs to be no flashback. Maybe a mention that he lost his parents. But I don't need it because I know fucking Batman. So, I mean, I yeah, so Andrew, you're doing yourself a disservice not rewatching films. There's always something new to be found in some of your favorite films. I, I, I mean, I, I just rewatched Ace Ventura yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> but I hardly ever do that, actually. Dude, I have just a plethora of movies I rewatch all the time. I've seen know, The man. Thing a million times, man. The Thing, The Thing, will never not be an astounding movie because of. The visual effects aspect of it. Like, I'm not why are you not rewatching? That I'm not movie? saying there's because no worth like, in doing that, but I just sometimes I got to be in the mood. I just feel well, like, like, like just, I'm already like missing there. most of the new shit that's coming out. Yeah, me too. It's, yeah. Just, it's just like I got to cover that new shit. Um, I mean, I. But if that new I'm shit is Justice League, then why are you watching fucking older movies? Pray when we're in the old folks' home. Fucking. I mean, I saw there's something about Mary like nine times in the theater. <laughs> That's yeah. Andrew's favorite movie. <laughs> well, my dad loved it. And I was 12 at the time. So oh, okay. we just kept, we just kept, kept watching it. 
But what the fuck? That's some weird compulsion. Like ninety, like the nineties comedies, man. Like (laughs) I was really into those. Karate Kid, I'll rewatch those, but I I hardly ever rewatch something. Predator, oh my god, dude, seen it so many times. It's classic. I get depressed if I go back to too many familiar places. It's movie kind of wise weird, right? but then you go yeah. watch them like justice league and you're like oh that was shit and then you go home and yeah. watch something that you know that's great mm-hmm. i'd much rather yeah. be watching the predator than, or watching predator than fucking watching justice league because i know what arizona to. oh brother great movie. Movie. you know what i went and saw yeah. after i watched justice league you mm. know what i went home and watched motherfucking what? netflix is the punisher that's what i saw yeah. <laughs> yeah. i've that's, seen that's I've batman yes. right now <laughs> That's coming up next on Superhouse. Yep. But uh, Ben, did you have any other? Uh... Uh, I mean, I'd love to talk about, uh, you know, Matt Reeves, the Batman, the Joker origin movie, the and also I want to spend some time talking about what George Miller's Justice League was going to be. All right. Thanks for listening to episode 98 of the Superhouse podcast. This has been quite an epic episode we all pretty much saw this coming um <laughs> and i'm glad that we're all still friends <laughs> are we is super house done super friends <laughs> super friends and uh that's basically it please catch us on patreon donate us some cash and also put in some comments on itunes increase our visibility please and that's it for me. Uh, yeah, what Andrew said. Do that stuff. It'll help us. This is Maddie. Bye. Adios. I like Toto's. And Ben. See you guys. Thanks a lot. Woo! Yeah. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on we are basically on all social media yeah, all social media mainly facebook and twitter and patreon check out the links in the description we have uh, a lot of uh cool goals uh set up on our patreon like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh give us a topic for us to talk about and that's we'll talk tough. about for maybe an hour or more who knows yeah. how long it'll take and that's pretty tight <laughs> That's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. If you and don- we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. (laughs) Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. (laughs) Links in the description.